Gentlemen, welcome back to the podcast TYTYDCA. I am your host, the Average Joe Boo, here today with Oh ML Jallo. How you doing, buddy? Doing great. Thanks for inviting me, man. Appreciate you bet. It. You bet. Also, Chris Moyer. What's up? How you doing, bud? I'm good. Good, man. Good to have you guys. Uh, today, 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 we're going to get into a little. It's kind of going to be a preview episode of the halftime show that is coming up, scheduled for this Saturday. I don't. I'm hoping that we can get it in, and I'm hoping that we can have people here. But uh, we're going to do a little NFL talk, a little round the NFL action. Old Jallo here is a uh, Pick, Pick, Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Ah, unfortunately, uh, terrible. And so it pretty <laughs> much, you know, the, uh, the D-measuring contest there goes to anybody <laughs> but the Steelers. So uh, anyways, and old Chris Moyer and I share a, a pretty common uh, viewpoint on the court, current quarterback of the Dallas, Maverick, or the Dallas Cowboys. So uh, That's true. <laughs> might as well be the Mavericks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right, so uh, we're going to talk a couple things. First of all, we're not going to get into the Dak Prescott stuff much. If we get into it, it's going to be very surface because I think we're beating a dead horse. Uh, it's it's almost like, uh, you know, when somebody thinks that their their cooking is way better than somebody else's cooking, they, it doesn't matter what you say. It doesn't matter what happens. You know, there's no logic involved. It's like some kind of a passionate response, and uh, you know, you just you just can't get through to people who have no ability to to reason. Like somebody we work with. Um, which one is that? Ground beef. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Whenever whenever you go to the grocery store and you find ground beef for a dollar ninety eight for a little, you know, those little pre sealed rolls of ground beef. And uh, and then they find an ad for two ninety eight somewhere else, and I say, no, I found it better for that. And they're like, there's no way. And they know everything there is to know about ground beef. That was that was fourteen years ago. It, it, yeah, it was before Good. I left the first time. Good gracious, <laughs> Lord! Horrible, horrible, horrible. But you you know what? Just got to be right. And you know what? Uh, I feel like I'm right about old Dak Prescott. I feel like I am. And uh, you know, there's a whole lot of stuff about him that uh, that seems dramatically coincidental to help like fuel his case uh, in terms of being a good quarterback or whatever. Uh, but at the same time, I think there's a lot of circumstantial things that, that go against him. Anyways, that being said, I'm not a professional NFL scout or, or talent <laughs> judge or anything, or, or I, got some, uh, I got some allergy pills in the other room just in case you guys need them. <laughs> and then, and then uh, But anyway, so we're not going to get into the Dak and the Cooper Rush <laughs> argument. I know, uh, I know as a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, you're going to want to see Cooper Rush against – the Steelers, if we were to happen to play you guys this year, but um, it definitely won't be the playoffs, <laughs> or, or like I guess it would yeah. be the Super Bowl, and that will not happen this year. Yeah, no. Uh, if if the Steelers make the Super Bowl this year, <laughs> uh, I will change my stance on Dak Prescott <laughs> immediately. <laughs> All right. So Miracles first, can happen, right? Well, I don't think anymore. Uh, anyways, that, that that's a that's a derail conversation. Anyways, uh, first, let's talk about uh, what what do you guys think it is like to be a New York sports fan right now? I mean, let's just let's just put a couple things in perspective right now. Sure, you got Buffalo Bills, New York Jets, New York Giants in the football arena. You got the New York Mets, who had the best record in baseball for ninety percent of the season or whatever. You had the uh, choke, choke. right you biggest choke job in baseball in quite a while. 
Uh, you have the uh, the New York Yankees, who Aaron Judge surpassed uh, Roger Maris for 61 home runs in a single season. Uh, he hit 62 this year. And then, you know what? I went to the very last game that they played, and they benched him. Why not try for 63? Why, why would you not try to to bolster that record more? I kind of more? figured they'd do you know? that. You know, you and I talked about that that morning. Yeah. Um, I, well, why, why, why not? You, yeah, why? DH him. Right, absolutely. Put him in there to hit four times and have somebody else play the field in case they run into the wall and hurt themselves. It's not judge. Anyways, that being said, that's not NFL, but it's New York. Um what would you what would you give to have a a year of sports like New York is having this year, right? If you have it here in Dallas or or just Texas altogether, uh, you like the Cubs, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, I do like the Rangers though. They're okay, my number two. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, and so because you've been around here for a long time, you've mm-hmm. been down this way for quite a while. Yes. You've maybe grown up here, haven't you? I was born here. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So what makes you a Cubs and a Steelers fan? Well, being a Cub fan, we uh, I grew up playing there in Chicago, right outside of Chicago, mm. uh, and it just stuck with me. Okay. Going to Wrigley as a kid, you know. So you were uh, born here, but then you lived there here, for a while? Born here, lived up there for seven, moved back here. Oh, gotcha. gotcha. So, yeah, um, I'm a Ranger fan through and through until they play the Cubs. Yeah. Which will happen every year now. What? I, I love it. Have you heard about MLB? I know we're doing NFL. Every, every year now? Every MLB team will play every single other team for at least one series starting next year. Next year. Really? And, of course, unfortunately, Rangers go to Chicago. It is a weekend, but yep. it's like the 1st of April. I mean, mm. freezing. Yeah. And then when they play Houston. You're going to do the rooftops? Probably. There you go. And then when they play Cubbies, that is, play Houston, it's during school and it's the middle of the week. Is it in Houston? Yeah. Okay. So that means, so that's next You got 842 days. Yeah. Throw <laughs> me one. We'll go down to so Houston. We'll check it out. Year, that's starting next year. The year after, it swaps. Cubbies will be here at Texas. Houston will be up there with Cubs. Oh, okay, okay. So that'll start. You know, it's all attendance. You know, they're trying to get attendance boosted. Yeah. I know it's an NFL deal, but I thought that's really cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, everything's yeah. changing, though. You know, uh, NFL rules are changing like crazy. Uh, in my opinion, changing to make everybody softer, but whatever. Uh, speaking of, speaking of, have you seen the dramatic calls in the NFL right now on uh, what, roughing the passer, pass interference, uh, what's it, illegal contact, you know, after five yards for the, the DBs and the wide receivers and stuff. Have you seen the dramatic, uh, what is it? It's a, it's a perspective thing. It's it's what you see as an official. Are you going to throw your flag or not, you know? And let's just throw this out there. Is instant replay screwing up things like, is, is, it, is it messing up the NFL? Is it making it better? Because you can't review... The pass interference well, calls. And, and you can't review yeah. those calls. Uh, I was watching, and I know we're doing NFL, but I was watching, I don't watch much college game. Okay. And I want to say it was Texas OU, maybe, whatever. Okay. And they did the targeting deal. All right. So when they replayed it, they took off the targeting, which they can do. Yeah. And even though the replay showed that it was not roughing the passer because wherever he hit him, they still had a 15-yard penalty. Yeah. So you, you 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 can take away the targeting in college, but you can't take away that. And the same thing you're talking about NFL. You know, they call it the Tom Brady rule, right? Yep. Um, How many rules has Tom Brady created in the NFL? Let's just say you that. You know, I was watching that well, game way back in the day when he blew out his knee. Yeah. Well, he's he been in the play. NFL longer than any other player. I think so. three, well, I mean, three you know decades worth of Tom Brady, I think. But Yeah, he's got a lot of haters, man. But I tell you what, uh, 
I wish I could play football till so, so going back because you said a lot. So uh, you're welcome. Yeah. So uh, going back to the first, you know, kind of part you said, I'll echo my uh, uh, longtime. Uh, I don't know. He's not my buddy. I don't even know him. But uh, Troy Aikman, <laughs> take off the dresses, right? You know uh-huh. what I'm saying. Uh-huh. So uh, they have. And, and I know why they do it. They do it to encourage scoring because people like scoring. And so Sells it's money. more entertaining and they sell more tickets and more people watch the games and whatever. Uh, but, yeah, they, they really handicap uh, a defense now. And, I mean, you just have to be so uh, – just so careful. And so and, – and what really ticks me off is when I see quarterbacks take advantage of this <laughs> because they can't hit them when they're sliding. So they'll fake a slide yeah. and the defender will stop and then the quarterback runs right by them. And but the defender's in a catch twenty two because if they try to hit the quarterback and he actually does slide, then he gets another another fifteen yards. The fake slide so, is is against the rules. Well, they do it. So I'm not, I've, I've I've seen one fake slide and it was in college, and then there was a rule like <laughs> the next week that took it away. I've never seen a fake slide in the NFL by the quarterback. That is, I've never seen a fake give your body up slide and then he stays on his feet and passes a defender. I've never seen that. But I'm pretty I've sure seen, it was just last I've year seen that a big one happened, but a, it was pretty recent. Did that and so the only one I saw was in college, and it was on up. every reel and every in, every ESPN broadcast and everything. I can't remember who it was, but he uh, he had on a knee brace, and it messed up his knee brace because he was trying to. Okay, so the NFL just did it for this year. So they they enacted it April twenty first of this year. But I think that was because of the co- because of the college kid who did it last year. I don't I don't know if it was a rule, but because he did it and scored the touchdown because the defender was like, "Oh, I can't touch you," and he was able to stay on his feet, scored the touchdown. Like, oh, NFL players are gonna they're gonna abuse this rule. Well, here's one, and maybe this is the one. Maybe it wasn't as recent as I thought, but in November of 2020, so. You know, it's, I guess the beginning of about. last season, yep. uh, Russell Wilson uh, did one. Mm. And uh, at San Francisco, uh, he scrambled for a gain of four yards. He faked like he was going to slide and then decided to go for a few more yards. Yeah. Uh, and that's when the safety hit him. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, and so the safety hit him in the head and neck area, which resulted in unnecessary roughness penalty. Right. <laughs> so, so you right. fake slide. They can't hit you. You keep going. They hit you. And they get a penalty. Like, you know. Instant replay is killing the game because instant replay does not check the officials. It only checks the ball. Mm-hmm. It That's it. It doesn't. And, like, if there is a targeting or a contact to the helmet, then they can then throw a flag. Like, it gives the referees, like, is it autonomy? Like, more autonomy in the game to make calls, to throw flags without being checked. Like, they're not going to reverse a call from the instant replay, but they can create one of those unnecessary roughness or uh, targeting type things. They can then add one on because of how the replay, you know, showed itself or whatever. But there, but if in the NFL, a, I don't think I don't think you can penalize after after the fact. Any, I don't think that's a thing. Well, I mean, I, well, I'm not sure if it is. I'm not sure if yeah. it is. No, there what was. I'm saying is, they did add but how many could. times have the referees like conferred and then then thrown a flag? Well, no, I agree. Right? I agree with that. So yeah, that's fine. That and, but then they yeah. go into the they go into the the replay and they're like, oh, there actually was no holding or there was no whatever whatever there was. There was a 
Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know that I ever, that I ever saw that. So I they, think that's pretty rare. They but. did last year. Was it last year that they did the the uh, pass interference review, where they could review, you could challenge pass interference. Oh, did they? Yeah. Okay. And they tried it for one year, oh. and they scrapped it yep. because they refused to overturn it, even when the the review specifically showed either it happened or didn't happen. Whatever it was, it was the opposite of what the call was on the field. They refused to overturn it because they didn't want to open themselves up to having their penalties reviewable. So Scrutinized. the NFL, yeah. so the they banded together. They wouldn't overturn it. Uh, I think one got overturned the entire season, uh, and it was designed to prevent against what happened in the playoffs the year before. Uh, it was the Saints, oh, yeah. and yeah. Uh, uh, I yeah. can't remember who, but yeah, so I know they, what you're talking about. yeah, they just flat out just took out the receiver, so he couldn't catch the ball. Nobody called it, and it was game over. So it was a huge uproar. They passed the rule, and then nobody would overturn anything, so they got rid of it. Yeah, I don't. If if a play on the field can be reviewed, a call on the field should be reviewed, and or, yeah, and it should be reviewed by someone that is not on the field. Right, right. Every single one of those those reviews go to like the New York booth yep. or whatever, and then whoever's there should have the final set. Yes, this was pass interference. This was not pass interference based on whatever they've defined it to be. And it's you know it's a handful of guys doing those reviews for those games. It's not. How many referees are in a in a football game? Eight, ten. A lot. I mean, there's several: back yeah. judge, left judge, right left back judge, right back judge. There's all kinds. Too many, if you ask the Minnesota Vikings. Right. <laughs> well, my point is, is that you got you got ten guys on the field. You got ten different perspectives, which is the which is by design, right? Have as many perspectives as you can to eliminate all the holding and all the bad hits and all that stuff. However. There's only one perspective that gets the flag thrown, generally. Okay, there may be a couple flags thrown because they're standing close to each other. They see a hold. It's obvious hold. A safe face mask is obvious face mask. But on the backside of the, of the play, right, somebody who's looking a different way because they see the ball going, and then, which is their job, they're not going to then go to review and, and challenge because they got to work with this guy like the rest of the time. That's right. their crew. Right. Let some Yahoo who's in charge of all the referees. Nope, that was a bad call. Like, what are they? Like, are, are they incapable of making a mistake? Or do they just have the capabilities of calling a penalty and then that penalty stays regardless of, of what the crew says? And when they come together, that's fine, right? But uh, if they make a terrible call, it should be a reviewable call. It should be a reviewable call. No, I agree with you. So, I, so this brings up a question. So, did you understand my Minnesota Vikings reference? No. Okay. So, Minnesota Vikings playing the Washington Commanders yesterday. And uh, the Washington quarterback, I don't even know who it is at this point, uh, goes to – Heineke? Was it Heineke? I think it's Heineke. So, Heineke throws a pass to Samuel, and there are three Vikings converging okay. on this ball. It is going to be intercepted. Okay. But the referee that's out there was in the middle of it. And when he tried to run out of the way, he literally just shoulder checked and knocked down mm -hmm. the defender that was going to intercept the ball. And Samuel caught it on the goal line. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh. It was, it was, I mean, it didn't cost them the game. <clears throat> so does it won. No, they still won. But it was. But I they mean, won, that was did a they big win deal. in overtime? 
Uh, they won right at the end. Okay, okay. Yeah, so it was like a last-second field I goal. I think there was an overtime game this past Sunday or yesterday. I think yeah, it was, it was, uh, yeah, it was the uh, Chiefs. Oh, that's right. Chiefs. Yeah. Stupid Mahomes. How'd that go? Yeah. Man, it's it's pretty awesome whenever you pick that game and, you know, everybody thinks Seattle's going to win. Or, excuse me, who did they play? They didn't play Seattle. Who, the Chiefs? Chiefs. Uh, they played They played Tennessee. I freaking yeah. watched everybody that Tennessee. Thinks, everybody thinks Tennessee's going to win, and then you pick the – you pick uh, the Chiefs, and there you I go. Think, I think I had the Chiefs yesterday. So so my question from that is, so how do you feel about that? Obviously, the rule is the ref is part of the field, so there cannot be any type of interference or anything. So how, how do you feel about that particular rule? Uh if the ref is part of the ref is part of the field because he has to be he has to be in the field he has to be on the field he has to be in the action in order to see the action and and make the calls. Yes, uh, these guys are professional athletes. If they can fake slide and then stay on their feet and run another ten yards, they have the capabilities of seeing the black and white shirt that's right in front of them and taking a step to the right and avoiding it. The referee is not as agile because I mean they should be. I think they're supposed to be in in relative shape. Right. Uh, Ed Hockley, anybody? Yeah. It looks like he's in the WWE. We're in the sun. But uh, kind of stacked too. Well, so they're so I think they're supposed to have some version of athleticism. It doesn't have to be football caliber, obviously, but um, but if he got four guys running at you, and you got to get out of the way, <laughs> the odds you hit somebody pretty high, twenty five percent, you hit somebody. But how often do we see that right. though, right? Like, right. So, it's I mean, not it's that a often. fairly unique situation. So I, you know, that's why that was kind of my question was, you know, do you feel like maybe in some situations well in some situations yeah i mean the ones where you got the guys run up the middle and you got the the judge that's behind the defense yeah right, that was the guy he, and he was in, in the, the middle he was in the middle of the field like well no no, no right no. in front of the end zone no 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 he's the he's the he's the deep yeah back judge. well then there's one also like right behind the linebacker yeah no, no no i'm talking about this is the deep guy right and he i don't think he's supposed to still be standing there well he's at but, that point he's still supposed to be watching what he can watch there but he's he has to pay attention to where the ball's going, uh, maybe a little earlier than when he did. Yeah. If that's what, I mean, that seems like it you'd probably, have to go, yeah. you'd have to pull it up and watch it. It's well, pretty. And don't you think it's pretty funny with the official that you're talking about? I'm willing to bet that they have plays designed to where they use the official, yeah, as some sort of pick. Yeah, it's a it's a legal, yeah, but, it's a legal pick. Well, what I'm likely. saying is this guy he was in the middle, and I'm not saying right. I, I, I didn't mean, see like, that play. Yeah, it just, wasn't. It, I mean, the the pass was like forty, fifty yards. Like that wasn't oh, okay. it wasn't okay. an intentional. Yeah. But I've I've never seen, I've never seen the ref have to, on a deep pass have to run out of the way. So I just feel right. like he was not where he was supposed to be. To well, let, it's not that. like you watch a bunch of plays and the refs running off the screen. So Matt's you know? Matt's probably going to be. I mean, you probably are too. You got a math brain. Like, what's the odds that the ball's coming right at you as an official? And and let's play, say you do. One game where there's uh, you're you're the only official on that side, or you're that guy's always on the defensive side, right? Yeah. So yes. it doesn't matter who has the ball. So let's say there's 40 passes by each team because that sounds like about right, doesn't it? <laughs> Roughly, uh, yeah. There's about 80 passes a game. How many of them do you think come right at the referee? I mean, if he's in the middle of the field, probably pretty regular. It's actually not that many because they throw towards the sideline. They throw short crossing routes. They show throw all that stuff. They, I would say the guy right behind the linebacker is the one more likely. Yeah, that's more the than one. The guy yeah. way back, right. right? You know, so that guy that's way back there is that's supposed what I was to see. To. Right, yeah. he's supposed to see the the deep corner routes, pass interference, the pass interference on the deep throws. 
but they're always throwing towards the sideline, up the line, up on the on the seam, right? Which the seam generally is uh, is the hash marks, right? Depending on where the ball's placed. Uh, that referee's in the middle of the field, so all those passes, all those routes are going away from him. Yeah, this guy, it, so, it looked like he was running. It, I don't know if it was the, the play that was called or he just kept going, but it was know. like a deep end. Yeah. So he ran up the side and then he cut to the middle. And yeah, I mean, know, it, for that for that to have for there to have been three uh, three defenders, it almost had to have been maybe a, a an an adjustment by the quarterback to try to get a deep ball. Like yeah. he bought some time and then the and then the defenders, the defensive backs were like, oh, you know what, we see what he's doing. You know, it's just like in baseball. You know, baseball same thing. The umpires, yep. Yep. are yep. part of the game. Um, if it hits you, oops, shouldn't you have been standing there. Whether, is, whether it's a batted, you hit that guy, whether it's a batted ball or if it's a thrown ball, it, it happens. And that's the thing. I'm not saying the rules should change necessarily. I was just curious with the subjectivity of everything else that we talk about. Yeah, you know, is, is there ever a scenario where it should be? You know, well, hey, the ref shouldn't have been there. He was in the way, yeah. but I guess not. Oh, nuts. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So let's get back to your first. Real quick, Josh, you yeah. said something about being a New York fan. Yeah. Okay, well, when you said that, you know me, I'm a baseball guy. I love baseball. It's my number one sport, but I love watching football. Yeah. NFL football, and I think it's because of fantasy football it's just obsessed with. Yeah. Yep, yep. But when you said New York, I was strictly thinking about the three football teams. Oh, yeah. Buffalo, and I'm using my cheat sheet here. I sure. I don't get my readers on. Buffalo is what, six and two? Yeah. Yep. Uh, Jets are six and three? Yep. And Giants yep. are what? Six and two. Six and two. That's uh, insane. Isn't that stupid? First uh, of all, good for them. I mean, did you find yourself? Yeah. I, I like Josh Allen. <laughs> yeah. And, of course, he might not play. He's got whatever that happened, that one play. He's got mm. he's got an elbow issue now. Yeah. Late in the game. You, old UCL or whatever whatever that is. Right, right, right. Uh, which I read before I came here. I appreciate you doing your homework. Yeah. They said, <laughs> you know, he's day-to-day. Is he going to play next week? They don't know. Okay. He's phenomenal, but did you find yourself yesterday kind of rooting for the Jets over the Bills because they're they've just been so terrible for so long? And this Zach Wilson kid, he looks like my younger brother. I mean, he, <laughs> he looks like a kid out there. Yeah, but good for him. Good for the Jets. Good for the Giants. Yeah, because they're freaking terrible. The Giants are garbage. How uh, are they six? I have two? to I have to disagree with good for the Giants. Okay, so, <laughs> right, so no. Are, no now, they need are, to are be you a, two and are six. Are you a Cowboys fan? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, I, yeah. I agree. That would be like y'all saying to me, good for the Bengals going all the, almost to the win it all last year. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. no, but no. But, like, right. and legitimately, Joe Burrow in his first, first second year? Second year last this is, year. Yeah, last year was his. Jamar Chase, rookie. That's yeah. What, didn't he get rookie of the year or something? Oh, yeah. Garbage. Yeah. Uh, those two guys come together. Joe Mixon has a great year last year as well. Their defense gets them to the – Gets them to the Super Bowl, and and it was not predicted. It was not. Yeah, they were third in their division. Right. Good for them, right? I know it sucks as a Steelers fan, but everybody has to in some – how did the Steelers make it into the playoffs last year? Because they had a tie. You want to know how they made it in? Because they had a tie. It was that Raiders game. Right. That Raiders, whoever they were playing last week of the season, Mm -hmm. and the Raiders coach doesn't go for the tie. He goes for the win or vice versa. Yeah. Yeah. And whatever happened to the Raiders, that allowed the Steelers to get that last spot. Yeah. And get the crap beat out of them by, I think, Kansas City. Right. But, well, but they got that last <laughs> spot because uh, the Colts were 9-8. and eight. 
And yeah. and I read that just a little bit ago, and and the and the Steelers were nine seven and one. Yeah, yeah. So I don't remember the details, but I I seem to remember that wasn't it that if both if they tied, then, both teams in that game were going to the playoffs. Was wasn't it, that right? Yes. No, I think that's not, correct. But but instead Chargers. of trying to tie Chargers, Chargers. instead of trying Chargers. to tie and both teams go, yeah. they's like. Screw it. We're either going to win or lose, and yeah. we go or we don't go. Right. Like, that's, and that's, why would you do that? Yeah. Was that a Sunday night or was that a Monday night? It was a late game. I don't remember which of the but two. But, yeah, and I remember thinking, being a Steeler fan. Yep. yep you yep. know, these, these son of a yeah, gun. Because they were, they were talking be, ahead of the tie. game. Yeah. They are like, are these guys just not going to try? Yeah. Like, are they just going to run the clock out? Yeah. You know? That's and what it sounded like. Obviously, that didn't happen. Yeah. Then, but how can you be the coach that, that has to answer those questions? Coach, did you really try to tie? This game, did you really not try to win? And it was know, yes. in it the was NFL. The, it was the char- I think I said yes. Raiders, it's all about getting in the playoffs. It was the Chargers coach that went for the win or was something, not the Raiders. Because I, I think Raiders were made anyway. But it was the Chargers. Yeah, that I think that's right. Their coach did whatever it was. I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm going for the tie. So like, because once you get in the playoffs, you're in the playoffs. But, but if you're okay, but you're going for the tie, but you're going against another team who's probably already in the playoffs. No, I think uh, that the Raiders was, were already in. No, no, no. That was the point. That, that was why they were saying would both teams not try because with a tie, they, they both, both get they in. They both win in. But if one wins and one loses, the one that loses doesn't get in. So okay, but if you're the team that's in, a win potentially puts you in a better spot. No, they weren't in. That was my point. It the was, Raiders didn't the Raiders make the it play? was it was whoever won was going to be in, whoever lost wasn't, and if they tie, they both go in. That's what it was. Yeah. Again, right. Because if it ended in a tie, that would have knocked the Steelers out of the. So, so I guess my point is, is that the, the winner goes right. We're saying the winner right. of this game goes right. Okay, so if you win the game, that potentially puts you in a better spot. Like, like let's call it in the instead of the seventh spot, uh, well, it yeah. puts you in the sixth. And but you if play you maybe lose, a you don't. Team. But if you lose, you don't go. Right, but you but you're living that that thing for 17, 18 weeks, aren't you? If, if yeah. you lose, you know, then you may not make the playoffs. If you keep losing, you're not going to make the and playoffs. I can't remember what it was. I think it was. If, Chargers came down. If they would have kicked the field goal, they would have tied. Something. I, yeah, I don't. And remember, he ended up going for fourth down, going for it, or whatever yeah, it, it was. Something like yeah. that. It was something that was a. I think it was a pretty and low I percentage sit, play. Sitting there going, "Holy crap! The Steelers have made the playoffs." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and of course, <laughs> I then, think I texted you right then. then like, you know, yeah, they, they to, did. They had to, you know, obviously play the Chiefs, and we all know what happened that last year. So but, last yeah. year's little halftime show that we're that we're coming up to do when we pick try to pick the uh, you know Super Bowl winner mid season. Uh, I said, I, you know what? I think that tie for the Steelers, I think that's going to be what keeps them in that seventh spot because that half a game is is gigantic. Mm-hmm. Anybody oh, else absolutely. that has a close record to them, if they have a half a win, uh, they have to get a whole nother win, basically, just to beat them. Yeah, because what? Steelers finished, what, 9-7-1 and one last year? Yeah. And then, like you said, it was Colts, Colts were 9-8. Nine, nine and 9-8, and, eight. Nine and Colts were team, in. Another team went nine, was 9-8. Nine and eight. I think they, there was three teams that went nine. There was uh, there was two. There was I don't remember what it was. Colts were nine and eight. I want to say Chargers after the, the game we just talked about. They went to nine and eight. But I was looking at the re- I was looking at the records and the Colts had the next best record behind the Steelers at nine and eight, and and that would have put them in. It's I, well, I, it would have had to be a uh, a potential tiebreaker of records. Well, how right? far the Colts have fallen, huh? <laughs> well, they just fired their coach, right? Yeah, they yeah. He just got canned today. Okay, so. so Let's talk about that for a second. Let's talk about the firing of a coach because of a bad start. Last year, they went one and four to open the season, and they ended up nine and eight with a chance to make the playoffs. 
Does the bad start tell you the coaching needs to be fired? The coach needs to be changed. Well, and, you know they 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 signed Matty Ice, who obviously had one good game. But yeah. can you expect a lot from the kid from Texas, Ellinger, Sam Ellinger? Yeah. I didn't think he was that, and I don't watch much of college. I, I didn't, didn't think he was that good uh, when he was at Texas. I my brother's a huge Texas fan. Couldn't stand him. I mean, good for him to get drafted. Good Absolutely, for him to make millions of dollars. Absolutely, good for him to, to. He's had two games under his belt. Yep. Uh, you know, your stud running back Jonathan Taylor is is not obviously not one hundred percent. He didn't play yesterday. I don't think he. I think he played a little bit two weeks ago. Yeah. Um. You know, you got to fire the coach. I get it, but is do you have to fire well, the coach? Like, I think I think what it boils well, down to the, is you have fans. You have fans, right? I know you have, fans. and the fans want to see you do something, and, and I, so you bench your quarterback. And you bring in, you know, the new young guy, right? Right. And then he's even worse. Now I'm and tainted. So, <laughs> I'm tainted by living with Jerry Jones as the as the owner. Right. Right. He didn't fire McCarthy whenever Dak was injured. We had to go Cooper Rush, or not even Cooper Rush. We went Andy Dalton and who, and then a, a barrage of quarterbacks. Ben, ben Aducci or something. Ben Danucci. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, and then and then uh, and then Cooper Rush some a little bit, I think. Towards the end, maybe, and uh, because Dalton got hurt, and then came back. I, like, I, yeah, Rush played the one game against the Vikings. And last then year. Uh, I think it may have been two years ago that I'm that I'm talking about when uh, when Dak missed the whole year or whatever. That uh, that was it wasn't last year. It was two year years before. ago, right? Right. The right before horrific, like in, in, oh, in yeah, game yeah, yeah. five, right? And they go, they end up going. Uh, what was it? Like six and ten or some garbage. And then what's his face? McCarthy still still at the helm, right? Yeah. Uh, but they had that excuse, right? Right. But of so course, Dak being saved by so an Achilles or whatever. If he you're did. living up in Indy, okay, right? Is that your excuse because Matt Ryan got hurt? Because he wasn't doing. He had that one good game. Well, did Matt Ryan get hurt, or did yes. they? I thought he's they out, benched him. I think he's out for the year or something. Shoulder. Oh, he got okay. Done. Okay, I thought they just benched him. Mm-mm. Okay. Uh, but then your stud running back is like fifty-fifty on whether or not he's going to play this year. Is what it seems like. Uh, you you don't have anybody who's a a you stud receiver. You don't. Michael Pittman, good. Uh, that that Pierce kid, good. Alan Pierce, good. Good rookie, right? Uh, Jonathan Taylor, fifty fifty on whether he's going to play. Naheem Hines, good number two, right? And the Colts solid also, number two. Colts also had a really good defense last year, right? So I, my point is, is that you have all these these things that go up against you, and then you got to fire the guy who's. Put you in, in a potential playoff spot four of the last five years. I didn't and say it was the right move. Yeah. I just said I feel like they do that so that the fans go, okay, they're trying to do yeah, something. I agree right. with you. And yeah, I think you know, it's like, I think it's ridiculous. You know, sitting Matty Ice for Ellinger, you can't you don't have a better option. Yeah. So you do that. Two Getting Matty Ice. You know he's fifty years old. I mean, <laughs> two, come on. Two games in of you the know Ellinger what that's experiment. Like. Not yet. Uh, you know, the Ellinger two weeks has 0-2. You know, do they – I don't even know who they have at quarterback besides those two guys. It's probably some bum. Um, but, yeah, you got to – You got you, you can't, like, you can't like fire job. the coach when the entire team is injured. Well, it's, 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 it's like our job, though. Look what we're doing. Look what we're doing to the public eye. This is what we're doing. This is what we're trying to do for our team. We're trying to get there. You know, that's – I hear you. I, I hear you. You know, it's when a manager in baseball gets fired. You know, he's not the one throwing strikes or throwing balls. balls. Right. You yeah, know, yeah. Giving up a home run. He's not the one that makes, you know, E5. 
Oh, I know it. Um, same thing. You know, he's not the one that's giving up 40 points a game or whatever it is. It's 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 a part of sports. You know, and it stinks to get fired, but boo-hoo Frank Reich, right? I'm sure yeah. he's, he's going to get his millions of dollars anyway. Yeah, he's going to land his feet somewhere. He's going to be yeah. some OC he's, or DC. Because everybody was all something. about him when he got that job. Well, was it 2018 or 2019 yeah. when he got so it? Something like I'm that? sure he'll be fine. Or, you know, he'll go to another team and be a coordinator or be another head coach or go – into TV and be an analyst, he'll, he'll, you know, it's, he'll be fine. <laughs> so, uh, I was looking something up, so I, well, we honest, appreciate that. I appreciate checked it. out for a second, yeah, yeah. but so the, uh, well, we the don't Pan- appreciate you checking out. Oh, no, we do sorry. appreciate you looking I apologize. Yeah, yeah. The Panthers coach, right? Okay. Who's so, that? What's his name? And I don't know. So that wasn't what I was looking up. Okay. I was looking up something else, but then hearing this made me think about that. Okay. So what I was looking up was Matt Ryan, but okay. it's a grade two shoulder separation. So they don't right. know he's if he's going to play Yeah, I all. think he's out yeah. for the rest of the year. So uh, It's a grade two age separation is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the Panthers coach, whatever his name is, I don't know. Okay. But So he got fired. Okay. Did he already? Oh, early. In the season. They've, already, they've now uh, fired. The didn't they fire Baylor. their second coach now? They fired Matt Rule. That's the guy Matt Rule. from Baylor. He's going to make $4 million a month for the next four years, and he can still go take another coaching job at college or wherever and add to that. So the dude's going to make like $50 million a year to do nothing. Did y'all hear about (laughs) – It's um, insane. And I only know this – of course, you know Justin Baltasek. Yep. Big A&M guy. Yep. A&M, I guess, is in shambles, right? Yeah. The Jimbo Fisher Mm -hmm. in his contract – his buyout is a hundred percent of his contract, which he's genius. Got like, he's got like eighty-seven million more to go. Genius. And so Justin's like, "What do you do? You pay a guy eighty-seven million to walk away?" Yep. It's like the dude down at LSU with a crazy accent, worse than mine. Uh, you want me to leave? Show, show me where the door is. Yep. You know, I've got twenty-something million left on my buyout. Yep. Okay. Show me where I need to go. Yep. Absolutely. You know, how much is your buyout up at work? Because uh, mine's not very much. Mine is, uh, <laughs> I think mine is see you later. So I think that's I how, you know, how much I get. Uh, and I'm sure there's millions of, we'll just say, guys and gals that are, you know, we don't feel sorry for. Is it the coach's fault when your team isn't doing well? They don't, they're not on the field. Yeah. But we don't feel sorry for them because they're going to get their millions now, of dollars. as a coach, I'm going to tell you, that the coach should say yes. It's my fault when my team is not doing. That's good. what you have to say, right? Because you have to then, as the coach, figure out a way to try to get them to do better, right? But from a from an outside perspective, watching the team, when the team's making the errors, when the catches are being dropped, when the throws are at somebody's feet, when the when the lineman's not blocking, when the runner is is fumbling the ball all the time, that's that's not a controllable feature by the coach, right? I mean, right. there's only so much you can do as a coach, and when the game is on, your control is limited to play calling or timeout, like like clock control and stuff like that. Well, and then it. even the play calling, you're slightly limited, especially on offense, right? Because your quarterback can do whatever they want. So, But that's just my point is that <laughs> yeah. the, the control – There's only so much you can do. The control of the coach on game day goes – to the players like right. it, it's it's completely the reins are then given to the players and so the coach has uh if they play on sunday the coach has monday to saturday to make sure these guys are ready to go on sunday as best as he can right and then he gives them the reins and if they're not ready to go well you got to then figure out the next week right you got to you got to analyze the and that that may be in football football is so much more dramatically film driven 
that if the coach isn't doesn't have the staff or or isn't adequately reviewing the film to to come up with a game plan to fix the mistakes, then yeah, maybe I guess it's the coach's fault. You know? Well, you know, and that's also, and you could probably say this for any sport, but we'll stick to football. <laughs> is, you know, the you're dealing with if you're the coach, you're dealing with a bunch of prima donnas, a bunch of millionaires. Oh. Okay. Oh. But so it's kind of like our job. Can you, as a head coach, can you get these players to buy into your system? Will yep. they play for you? Right. Now, if you've lost the locker room, which is something that we can't, as fans, don't get right. to see. Right. And that might be the reason that might for be the part firing. Of it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I completely um, agree with you that. You know, these guys that are making $25 million a year plus, Yep. can you sell to them to bust your ass on Sunday to play yep. well? Yep. To prepare like you're supposed to as a – and that's being a professional. That's yep. in any job. Um, you know, are you, and I don't like to use the word players coach, but you know, there, when I was coaching many moons ago mm-hmm. for foot in football, um, we just didn't have the talent. Yeah. We, and everybody, the yep. coaching staff knew that. And we would only say that to each other, you know, God, we're just not any good. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But if we talking to a parent or somebody else in the, in the district, oh, well, we got, we got to, we got to get them ready. Yep. Knowing we're going to get blown out Friday night. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's a morale thing. That's you know you can't. And that happens can't quite... more in high school and college. Right. In football, we all know anybody can beat anybody in the NFL. Yeah, any, any given check. Subject. Well, but okay, so that hasn't always been true. The last couple of years, there have been powerhouse teams mm-hmm. that if they make it into the playoffs, you know they're if they're running the table, at least they're running it on their side of the of the fence, and somebody else is running on that side of the fence. Uh, there have been pretty good. Now, I think the AFC has been more like that than the NFC. The NFC has been more of a melting pot over the last couple of years. Uh, I mean, you, San Francisco made it, right? Um, the Rams. How did? I mean, who saw the Rams making it there at the beginning of the season? No. And then you saw the first halfway through the season, and it's like, oh, okay, and, the Rams are going to be contenders and now. Why are they terrible this year? Right. Well, right. I mean, that's, what's, that's what's a solid going question. on? Well, they lost Odell Beckham. So that that was didn't one. that didn't change a thing in my opinion. I really you don't thought think? nope. When they lost him, they got him halfway through the season. But when they picked uh-huh. up the guy from the Bears, Robinson, yeah, I said what a fantastic pickup. Yeah, he now becomes Odell Beckham, and he hasn't done anything. Nothing yeah. like well, he has one touchdown, maybe two. Yeah, you got the best receiver terrible. in the game, and look at last night. I or yesterday, I knew what Cooper Cup did because that's Jen's new boyfriend for fantasy football, right? And so he goes off. Right. He goes off. But they get beat. They scored what? What did they score? 16 points? What well, was it? The Rams, uh, Bucks? Yeah. Yeah. Bucks scored that last who picks about the that. Who picks the Bucks in that game? I actually did. I did. I did too. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Uh, it didn't help me any. <laughs> I mean, but you, you pick them in that game and then you get bailed out by a. By a terrible game-winning drive that didn't happen, fifty-four <laughs> seconds. We talked about this earlier. Then they punt and get the ball back, or they they you know use their timeouts wisely. The Rams don't get it. They got forty-six seconds left. They punt to the opposite forty, right to the Bucks' own forty. They got they got to drive sixty yards in like thirty seconds, no timeouts. Yeah. And then they get the ball down to the what six-yard line and throw a little flare to Otten. And he comes and he rolls in and I refresh because I didn't have it on the TV. I refreshed the my internet on my phone and I saw the score jump up where what's his face was uh, or the Bucks were ahead and I was like, yeah, baby, because that that put me in the lead in Pickham's well, or at that, least tied for the lead. So that, that last draft uh, drive, yep, that very first play, you know, it went for twenty something yards and I went, oh, here we go, yep. it's time break. 
You know, Tom Brady being Tom Brady, but this year, let's let's talk about Brady. Though, that, that's right what I was about Is to Matthew say. Although like he's in Detroit still, or what? You know, <laughs> he's acting like it. This Although year. I, I'm a fan of his. Yep, I, I was going to say for a long time. Coming down to the end of that game last night, though, Brady did what he needed to do the drive before, and his wide receiver dropped a wide open yep. touchdown. I, I do agree. I, with I, that. I didn't so, see that. Yeah. So you know, Brady did it twice yeah, in one game. That's a fair point. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's but yeah, so let's talk about Brady real quick. Question for you guys, because I was going to bring this up. Right. Because I have Brady as my fantasy quarterback in another league, not yeah, my terrible average decision. Joe's. Not my average Joe's league. But last year, he was the number one scoring fantasy quarterback. Yeah. So And yeah. he had all his wide receivers coming back. and, and So I was like, man, he's, he's going to be good. So I, I have him in my other league, and he's killing me. So let me ask you a question, although you may have already looked. I don't know if you have or not. But without really looking at anything, how would you say he has done this year? Average, okay, or less, average or less. So would it surprise you? Would you agree with that? I would say average at best. Yeah. Okay. Would it surprise you that statistically, he has the second most passing yards this year behind Patrick Mahomes? I wouldn't. I would never would have guessed that. Only by. 158 yards. Now, I don't know if that's going to surprise me because it's very much sounds like a Dak Prescott statistic. They've been playing from behind most of the season. Yeah. And so, how do you get ahead? It, well, well all I know is he's my fantasy up. quarterback and he doesn't get me any points. And I'm like, so I, I thought. They're not he's scoring any touchdowns. Right. He only has 10 touchdowns. Right. He's got to be like. Mahomes has 21. Yeah. Well, 10 <laughs> touchdowns has got to be, has got to be, what, 16 or less in terms of if you were to rank them. Right. It's got to be less than halfway down the thing of actually yeah if you rank them by touchdowns yeah uh it doesn't give me numbers it doesn't count them no all right hold on so two four six eight yeah who do we appreciate 12 14 15 so he is the 15th he's 15 okay i said 16th i mean it's average right there in terms of his touchdowns he's uh, tied with justin fields and marcus Mariota. let's a, go ahead and let's go ahead and see how good and Bradley davis Brady mills who's davis i don't even know who davis mills is he's who is Houston, that he's, he's a Houston Houston Texas. Texas. oh okay and carson wentz yeah so he's tied with carson wentz those has players been out for the last in the number yeah, of touchdowns three weeks wentz would be yeah. above him right now if yeah. wentz was back uh okay so so tom <laughs> I didn't brady know who mills was <laughs> what is this is this 20 year 22 23 25 27 20, he's 45 years old right going through divorce all the things 23 the 23rd year 22 I don't something know. crazy it's a lot something stupid in terms of football football is one of the least uh tenured careers for an, for one of the athletes you don't play that long in football uh, what's the average lifespan of a football player? Four to six years? Running like back, that? you're probably around six or seven at the most if you're running back. Right, that's a high end for that. Receivers uh, is the high, receivers is a a higher little, one, I yeah. think. Quarterback, you got to – obviously, you got to maintain your shape, which he has. Right. Um, you have uh, to be the, gifted. The long, let's just say the long snapper is the longest tenured player, likely, because he has to do the least. Or, uh, or a the really kicker. good punter. Yeah. Or, uh, or a, a kicker. Re- yeah, a kicker. Yeah. Either way. And so, so your 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 kicking unit is your longest tenured. Your least tenured is your running back. I would I would say I yeah. would I would think that right? typically yes. And then your longer tenures outside of uh, outside of kicker and deep snapper are O line, O line and D line. Yeah, you. And right? I, would, I mean, I, you have the MCLs, the ACLs, the tears because they get rolled up on. I, but how would, many? How many O line guys have been there for fifteen years? I would 10 say, years? and I would even say O line over D line. Right. In, Longevity, right? Absolutely, and and half the reason is because they have they're at least 
two to three deep on the O-line at every team. So your career doesn't have to be <coughs> minutes played to be an NFL court, or NFL lineman, right? right. Uh, and that's the reason why I think D-lineman is right there with them is because how many times do they like switch the entire D-line to give them a different blitz look? or, or well, and Now you know, with that new rule, too, if, if uh, the offense – um, subs, subs. Yep. They stop. And yep. They they have to give. So that lets the especially the defensive line. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> so yeah, I mean, and it's, so you just have you have it's impressive. Yeah, Tom Brady. I mean, that's that's really cool. Well, so one other thing with Tom Brady, I was looking. I was I had to scroll quite a ways. He only has one interception on the season too. I think which they ties said that him last night. Which ties him with wide receivers. <laughs> like that's with, how um, that's how few interceptions he has. <laughs> oh, he's tied with Who, um, uh, he's tied with Amari, Amari Cooper. Cooper. That's it. Was Amari Cooper <laughs> he threw an interception? <laughs> yeah, last yeah. week. Okay. So he's he's tied with uh, Amari Cooper. He's tied with a bunch of people. Man, you won't even know DJ Dallas. And so what's uh, Tampa Bay? Are they four or five? Jacob yeah, Eason because of that last week. Yep. Sam Ellinger. Yeah. He's got one. But he's only had like one <laughs> game. Two so. two right, games. but that's my point, yeah. right? And Brady's played the whole season. Well, so it's crazy as we think of Brady as not doing as well, but he's he's still he's – I mean, not, his touchdown-interception ratio okay. is great. He's got a lot of yards. He's just not scoring. But is that on Brady or is that on what I alluded to from yesterday? His receivers were dropping everything. Okay, so literally I'm, I'm going to argue that, that the quarterback play should have a dramatic effect on the team's outcome. If they cannot score touchdowns, that's a large – that is a, a big tell on how the quarterback is actually affecting the game. Um, they didn't have to score touchdowns to beat Dallas in, in week one, and that's because Dallas wasn't scoring, scoring – it wasn't scoring at all. Well, yeah, they Dak got was one, quarterback. Right. And so, <laughs> anyways, uh, my point is is that um, they're, they're scoring a touchdown a game or maybe two. Like I mean, it's slim pickings on when they scored two, but then but then they have four or five field goals because Brady is putting them in field goal range on a regular basis. Brian Suckup is a good kicker. Yeah. Um. But Brady's Brady has some. Yeah. His his receivers have drops, but he has four of the best receivers in football in terms of at least by name. But they're not and, playing and historic that way, right? stats and, and all that stuff. Yeah. You got Evans. What week two? Two weeks ago, that wide open for seventy oh, yard the touchdown. One he juggled for ten yeah. yards and yeah. couldn't catch. Yeah, Curtis Godwin's legit. Uh, Julio Jones, I know he's old, but he's got great hands. Russell Gage, Russell Gage, real good. Uh, has come on. This tight end Otten so, has come now, on, which was why this is why I picked Brady yeah. I as you, my buddy. fantasy quarterback, right? But I hear it's, you. It's not, but now, nobody's catching the ball. It's not. Have you ever Have you ever looked at Brady's output after he had the best year in the NFL? No, his second, his follow. This is why I didn't draft him. His second, his year afterwards sucks. Is he's it, either injured or he just he's just not producing. Really, would, yeah. would he do any better if Gronk was back? I mean, that's a heck of a t that's another huge. Yeah. And I, well, this odd you, kid seems to be doing well. Let's let's just think about that in terms of whatever confidence you need. If when Witten was in for the Cowboys, when Witten and Romo, it's a similar dynamic with Brady and Gronk. If you know you have a safety valve that will catch the ball, regardless of first down or whatever, you know he'll catch the ball. You'll know he'll take control of or, or take care of the ball. Won't fumble. Won't tip it into the hands of the of any DB or, or linebacker that's around. And you know it, it makes you be able to throw everything else a little bit better. Right. And you you just take it a step further though too. They had a really good friendship, Gronk and Brady did. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Back in New England, the new Tampa Bay, 
Look at Cup and Stafford, how they talk about their friendship. Yeah. You know, they had breakfast every day. Didn't whatever Cup have like 19 receptions in a game this year or something stupid? It's, it's sick. Something silly. Right? Yeah. You, you know, so it goes, what can these professionals do outside of practice, too? This is, okay. And so maybe Tom Brady doesn't have that because he's dealing with a divorce. Yeah. He's dealing with it when he took that little hiatus Took two months back. of retirement and decided to come back. You know, well, not even that. When he just left the team for oh. like 10, 12 days during the preseason, and, no, and nobody quote unquote knew he, he what pulled he a Dennis Rodman, do, right? Yeah, well, yeah. I'm sure he was dealing with some 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 personal stuff. Well, allegedly that, that was his too. vacation with his wife that he was supposed to be doing, and so. he was supposed to be with the kids because that was her main gripe was you're not with the kids that much. Yeah, you know, boo hoo. I'm I'm sleeping with a hot model. Yeah, no. boohoo. <laughs> okay, right, right. And we got kids together. <laughs> oh. But uh, you know how much is that? And I didn't know that stat. That's pretty cool. That you that I didn't know that about the yards. But is that mental part? He doesn't have his buddy Gronk anymore. Yeah. Maybe he's just not clicking with anybody right now for whatever reason. Maybe these receivers are kind of like, dude, why do you get your own jet? Why do you get to do this and leave for? 14 days to do whatever. Yep. We all have issues. Maybe they're they're looking at him going, well, are you better than everybody else? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, you know. I don't you, know. You think that that's there? I, I don't I know. I don't know. I yeah. feel like the team, like, the, the, the dude's Tom Brady. Like, I mean, there's, he's earned, there's a. He's, whatever he, they're giving him, he's There's a reverence it. there if you're an NFL player yeah. of, okay, yes, he's going to be treated differently. Yeah. Like, How many mm, of these guys he's <laughs> playing were, were barely born? Right. When right. they first right. started playing. But, right. and, but my point is. They should know that because it is Tom Brady. Yeah. But then again, you got these guys making millions of dollars saying, we're a team. Yeah. We should all be treated the same. Okay. And that's not the case. Okay. So I'm going to I'm gonna go back uh, a little bit. Now, Brady, in terms of his career, arguably the best quarterback to play. Um, and if you look at Peyton Manning, I think Manning might have an edge in some capacity <laughs> on certain things. But, but – I mean, no other quarterback has how many seven rings or something silly. He's, he doesn't at least six. Does he have? Seven? I think he's got seven. Does he have all of them? I think he has seven. The the Patriots have when they won. Oh, he didn't no. have all the Patriots. He got the one in, in Tampa Bay when he won in Tampa Bay. Yeah, he's got seven. He's yeah. got seven because it upset me because Steelers had six, you know had the six rings. You yeah. Know? yeah. But he got seven with right. Tampa Bay two years ago. Yeah, yeah. What a barn burner! Thirteen to three. Right. <laughs> oh my gosh. Right. Well, so then you have uh, how many times did he go to the Super Bowl? Yeah. I think he's been there ten to twelve I, times. I, th- or I something think they've silly. lost two or three more times. So, after that. I mean, it's it's something pretty silly. He's lost two to uh, New York the Giants to yeah. Eli Spare Manning. <laughs> and so, but but who, who, who he, else did they get beat by? Uh, Giants. Oh, they got. Yes? No, they got beat by uh, – I don't remember. I can't remember off the top of my head. But I think they've lost three altogether. And it could, I could be mistaken the Colts year that they won, uh, and he just didn't go. He was at the, at the AFC Championship so, game. So he did – he went to nine Super Bowls there you go. and won six with the Patriots. Yeah. So then he went, okay. Then he did one more, yeah. right? So yeah. he went to ten. Who's the one he lost to that's not seven. the Giants? Can you see who they got beat by those three times? Uh, Giants. Giants. That was a heck of a game, man. Oh, the helmet catch. catch. Yeah. 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 But Giants is two of them. So Giants is two. Yeah, because those are Eli Manning. lost to the Giants twice and Philly once. Oh, what's his name? That's right. Uh, Yeah, Uh, yeah. The backup. The backup who got the MVP. Who got the MVP. (laughs) Who who wasn't good. Who made his millions 
Nick Foles. On another t- Foles. Thank you, yep. Nick Foles. Uh, made his millions right there. So, I mean, were you even talking about that? What about Cooper Rush? He's I only mean, 60%. He, he, Cooper Rush is. <laughs> right. Cooper Troy Rush Aikman was 100%. So, you know. Yeah, Terry Brad, three for three. Terry <laughs> Bradshaw was 100%. Right, right, right. <laughs> Sorry, so, what were you saying? Big Ben was 52 out of four, I think. Yeah. Well, no, I was just saying, you know, Nick Foles. Yep. Um, when Wentz got hurt, I'm sure Philly went, oh, crap. Yeah. You know? Yep. Becomes the MVP of the Super Bowl. Great for him. Kudos to him. Um, made his millions. Went on to blank wherever he went from Philly. And did nothing. Yep. <laughs> He's still a backup somewhere. Yeah. I heard his name. Why wouldn't he be? Yeah. Um, he can come in for a couple you know, of games and so manage. Apparently, he's so the best good, backup in the NFL. So good for him. Yeah. Does Cooper Rush, and we're not talking Super Bowl. I don't think the Cowboys will go. Sorry, guys. No, I they, don't either. They, they might. Who knows? It's the NFC. With with my Steelers being fair point, dog terrible. It's yeah. whatever. You're not going to let the Cowboys but, potentially <laughs> match the Steelers in rings. So does somebody <laughs> notice those what four or five games of Rush and say? I can win with him. I'm going to take a flyer and, and, and have a game manager. Uh, look at the Colts. We just talked about the Colts. Right. Um, I mean, there's a lot of teams that don't. The Carolina Panthers. Oh. Even P.J. Walker. I don't know. P.J. Walker. So, they bench P.J. Walker. And, and, did I, they? and I know this. Yeah, and they bring in Mayfield, and he scores 21 and points in the second half. And I know this because after Walker I have Cincinnati Bengals half. defense for fantasy last yesterday. Oh. And they have 20-something at half, and I'm loving life. Yeah. Bringing stupid Mayfield who can't do anything and leads them to like 21 points. Well, yep. they say today, P.J. Walker is going to be our starter this next year. Next. I mean, uh, next this week. Next week. Which this is next crazy. Year. And I'm like, well, how, you, were, you know, why don't you play the hot hand? How are you going to well, lose what's the with hot Walker? Hand if it's every half a game, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Start mm-hmm. Mayfield and then bring Walker in. That's <laughs> fair. Just swap them so, out. Well, so Alternate series. It's not that you play the hot hand. It's that you bench the cold hand, right? And right. that's yeah. all it is. Anyway, yeah, I mean – the thing about w- with Rush, though, right? Okay, so I understand, according to the world at large, there is no co- quarterback controversy here in Dallas, and that's fine yeah. if they have that opinion. But sure. So let's say there is no controversy. Yeah. But in in we, Dallas, there's a quarterback controversy. Hold on one second. Q. Somewhere over in Dallas. <laughs> is that you singing? Cowboys play, and they pay their QBs too much to come play for us, us somewhere over in Frisco, Dak quote train. And the dream that he dreamt of, oh, it really did come true. Oh, someday I wish that Jerry Jones realizes he made a big mistake. Because that's not what he thinks. At best average, but really stinks, that's what I think of him. So, uh, while... I figured y'all would like that little segue there. That was good. I got Uh, another one on cue if you need it. (laughs) While the world at large says there's no controversy, and so there may not be, after this season, 
if you're the Cowboys. Now, I haven't looked at the draft. or Obviously, it's going to depend on who else is available. But assuming the landscape is the same, do you trade Rush and try to get something for him? Or do you keep him when he is shown as a backup? You, he can come in and win. You will not get anything for Rush. You will not get anything for him. He will get paid if he goes, but you won't get anything from him or for him. Well, yeah, but, I mean, you probably you might get something small, like a fifth let or me ask, sixth. Let or, me ask you this, know, though. Is but, he but not enough to – to his a, a backup quarterback in the NFL, in my opinion, is a fantastic commodity that if you know someone can come in and manage a couple of games, that's gigantic. Because if your guy goes off with a, with a wrist or, or an elbow or something for a couple of games, you got a guy that you know can come in and do something. Is he? Is his contract up? Is he, you know... Oh, I have no idea. Yeah, I don't I have know. No I mean, that's, that's, Who knows that that's, information that's other thing, than him? You right? know? Um, but he's obviously shown that he can... What, he play four games for you guys? Four? Five? Five went four and one. That's right. They got beat by Philly. In Philly, I mean, that's right. he got beat by Philly, the only undefeated team in Philly, and they put together uh, something where uh, the best defense had three interceptions against him. Okay, and the, at one point in time, they were only six points behind or it's, whatever. At after they went down twenty-one zero or something silly, like they Cooper Rush, despite his mistakes, kept the team. In, in the game, distance. in the game. You know what I think, the, and the defense did as well. I mean, the three interceptions, and, and people are going to argue with me this, and they do. That's fine. The three interceptions weren't on Rush. Two They're were on Michael. On Ga- two were on Michael Gallup, <laughs> and one was on uh, Tyler Smith. I don't, okay, so, so here's the deal. Here's the deal. Who the quarter or who the interceptions on is based on whatever glasses you're wearing. For if you like the quarterback, that's playing or not anytime I've, I've listened to the fan anytime that Dak has thrown interceptions they've always been on the receivers anytime anytime rush has thrown interceptions they've been on rush every every time without fail it's the receiver's fault for not running the right route and he wasn't in uh he wasn't in sync with Dak and it's his fault but when Cooper, oh, that's just a terrible decision by Rush. There's I no argue the opposite. The receivers make Dak look way better than he actually is. Okay, I would argue that they as should. well. But my point is, is that wherever you have your horse, right? Yeah. Whatever horse you're betting on, you're going to defend him. And that's my reason why I'm telling you, us talking the difference between Dak, why Dak sucks, or why Rush is better, or why the team is better without Dak, or whatever you want to say based on your your perspective, then. Whoever takes that position is going to say whatever they need to say in order to accommodate that position, and that's fair. I do. The, I, I'm going to analyze the stats. I'm going to watch the game with with rose tinted glasses that say Dak's terrible on them, <laughs> and and every, I'm going to see but, every I mean, I, single I, mistake I, he makes. But that's the thing is, I get that, but I don't. I don't care. I don't personally have anything invested in either one of these guys. I just want the Cowboys to win. If Dak was better, I would say friggin' Dak's better, but. I don't care who the interceptions. If it's on the quarterback, it's on the quarterback. If it's on the receiver, it's on the receiver. It, it is what it is. Okay, uh, okay, so, it is know, what it is, but know. it isn't. But. And that's my point. Like every interception, regardless of who made the mistake, just like every fumble, whoever made the mistake, it's going on the quarterback. Every fumble yeah. goes on the person who fumbled, Statistically, regardless of right. what it happened. Goes on, yeah. How many fumbles should be on the defense? Because they punched the ball out, not the the runner just dropped it. Like, he was transferring it and, and juggled it, which happens. Well, the runner didn't protect it from the defense. That's but, his job. I know, but my <laughs> but my point is is that if a runner does and the defender 
and 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 he gets his arm broken, right, or something. Somebody elbows right in his el- or a helmet right in his elbow, and the ball falls, right. That's a phenomenal. I mean, unfortunate for the guy who broke his arm, but it's phenomenal defensive play to, j- right. to break the ball loose. I agree. Uh, how many times has there been a difference when the runner just didn't hang on to it because he wasn't protecting it versus when the defense actually made a uh, like a like an awesome play, flipped the guy upside down and. Right, you lose. All, well, I agree. You don't control. take any, you don't take anything away from the defense. Just like on those interceptions, I don't take anything away from the defender that made the play. But, but my point but is, the is, receiver didn't didn't. Pre- so the receiver cannot is, allow the defensive back to cross his face, and Gallup did it twice, which resulted in two interceptions. My point is, is that whoever the stat goes against yeah. is never diluted by who did the right thing. Right, so the if the receiver did the right thing and the quarterback made a terrible play, just because the receiver did the right thing, it doesn't dilute the quarterback's interception. Or just because the quarterback made a good throw and then the uh, uh, the receiver juggled it and like basically handed it to the the other team, it's still an interception on the well, quarterback. St- statistically, and it change. But that's why. But that's why my argument with people is always the stats don't really matter. It's it's the eyeball test. So same thing we were talking about with Brady. He's average, but he's got the second most yards in the league. Why? Well, because he's not. You watch the game, and there are issues, right? And so I don't know. For me, yeah, stats is one part of it, but it's not a huge part of it because when I watch the game, Dak can have amazing stats all he wants. Yeah. But he doesn't look like a good if, quarterback. For me, if he's not gonna if he's not gonna produce in the playoffs, to me, that is the big telltale sign. If he is if he's in games where there is immense pressure, like in the playoffs, pressure is we lose, we go home. Mm-hmm. Right. If he gets into the point where there's pressure and he buckles, uh is, is he's there, not a good quarterback. Is right. there a reason why he was drafted in the fourth round? Absolutely. Is there a reason why Tony Romo was drafted in the third or fourth or fifth round? Right. I mean, I, I, Tony Romo. I think Romo undrafted. was undrafted. Was he? Yeah, he's undrafted free agent. In Northern Illinois or something. Which, by the way, you know who else? State you know who else is an undrafted free agent like is Austin Eckler. Really? And I did not know that. Okay. Awesome. Now I have him as my first round. Now, pick. right. I would. Ar- <laughs> I would argue that the quarterback has significantly more because he has significantly more responsibility than where he's drafted. Uh, and why they saw you in whatever round, right, plays a much more role, much bigger role than a running back. Like, how many carries does a running back get nowadays? 20? 15, 20? Yeah, because yeah, all of the, the offenses are In 80 plays driven. or in 70 plays or how many plays the offense runs, there's the running t- back's responsible for 20. There's not a ton of running backs that do 20 anymore because they always have – well, even if you get some, even if you get five dump, five ten dump offs. Oh, passes, you're talking about just right, yeah. touches, just touches general, right? You yeah, get, yeah, 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 yeah. You get yeah. about twenty touches if you're running back on average. Maybe a little less, maybe a little more, depending on your your level. Uh, but the quarterback touches the ball every single snap, right? Mm-hmm. Barring the minor, but the exceptions where they go into some wildcat and he runs out and the running back takes a direct snap. Uh, the quarterback is responsible for the ball on every offensive snap of the of the game. So where he's drafted makes a difference. If, if, if they see him as a fourth-round pick, there's a reason why they saw him as a fourth-round pick. If they saw him as a first-round pick, there's a reason why they saw him as a first-round pick. Now, of course, you can't really 
say the draft matters until you put them in the fire, put them right. in the furnace, and let them, you know, see how long it takes them to. And actually so that's catch the fire. question. If so, with the college offenses being so quarterback driven now, yeah, why are they? Why are they getting it wrong? so badly because the nfl is still a 50 50 game like if you if you pay attention to the to teams that are really good they have a great rushing attack they have a great passing attack or they have above average rushing and above average passing they're not doing just passing 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 and then every now and then hoping to get a four or five yard run well in college like you were saying college these college kids a lot of them not all of them What's the difference between the kid at Texas that went to South Lake, whatever his name is, Ewers or something? Okay. And then you take the kid for Ohio State. These guys are freak athletes. Yep. This Ewers kid for Texas, as they're already saying, is built like an NFL quarterback, drop back. Yep. The kid for Ohio State that's projected to go maybe number one overall. Yeah. He's a runner. Yeah. Okay. Justin Fields a runner. Uh, the guy that got hurt in San Fran, a runner. Johnny Manziel. Lamar Jackson. Was a runner. runner. The NFL can adapt to that and play defense against that for yes. most oh, of those. Yes, can play defense against Yes, they can adjust to that now, style. Now, Justin Fields, as I say that, ran for 178 yards yesterday. Okay. <laughs> Set the record of all time. Well, but, okay, I didn't see but, any of the game. But how did that affect the game? Did they win? Uh, I, I don't even know who, 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 uh, who the Bears play. So, here's the, the problem. The Bears lost. I'm they barely starting the I'm gonna loss. I'm gonna tell you the problem. I, I love play. NFL red zone. It has become so it, it's amazing. <laughs> but the problem play. is you all, you catch so many different pieces of so many different yeah. games. I've watched most of all of the games yesterday. Oh, that's good. But I can't tell you who the heck was playing who because it jumps back and forth. The right? Dolphins. Thank you. Thirty five, thirty two, Dolphins yeah. won. Yeah. So the Bears had a good offensive output. For but, once. Right. But they didn't they didn't overcome a team that is better than and, that. And I think what it is in college, and let's obviously NFL is the best of the best. We get that. You know, in college, these guys that miss a throw by six, eight inches, yep. that still becomes a completion. And in the pros, it doesn't. Yep. 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 Uh, yep. These freak athletes, um, they can run the heck out of the ball. Yep. Right. But the NFL is not built that way. And we all know the NFL is quarterback driven. That's yep. what we're talking. We've been basically talking about that. So you, you got to see that. Except for Lamar Jackson, right? right. I mean, well, he's, Michael Vick for a few years until, you know, he wanted to go, watch yeah, dogs. Figure out the dog biting <laughs> arena. Uh, but you got to think about college. A good D1 college team is like one third NFL players. Mm-hmm. A real good D one college team is like one third NFL. It means the other. That means the rest of it is, uh, uh, what's it? It's like D league in basketball. Yeah. Uh, can you throw right or worse? And if we're just talking right? quarterback, can you throw the ball? Can you throw the ball deep with accuracy? Yeah. Can you do that, college? Right. And lead over to the NFL. Right. Do you think the size of the ball matters? Uh, well, do you no. think that's why you see some guys did that you, light it up in college, but they come to the NFL? Did you hear about the is, is the college? Is, I mean, how much bigger? Did you hear about so, Jamar Chase though last year as a rookie? The NFL ball doesn't have the white stripes. Uh-huh. That's right. And college does. And he's like, I'm adjusting because I'm used to seeing those white stripes spinning. Yeah. And so he, he was having a lot of drops in preseason last so year. So I can tell you, it, it does make a difference because for me. So like I so you and your football. small hands catching a football. So we well, throw. Can you pick it? Oh, throw. So so I always play quarterback when I played, and so the uh, 
getting the college ball mm-hmm. was much better for me than the NFL ball. The NFL ball was too big for my hand to throw. Okay. So there's definitely a difference between the college ball and the NFL ball. But you're also talking about, I mean, how tall are you? Five nine. Okay, so you're also talking about ten. guys that are like six three, six four. Most no, of I the agree. time, but and, w- but what I'm saying, I'm not saying their hands. Are. I'm not saying the ball is too big for their hands. What I'm saying is, is that for whatever reason, they can't make that adjustment. I'm just wondering. Do you, do you think maybe I don't think the that size a, of the ball would make a difference? I don't think that that's an issue. They, okay, their their football has increased in size every stage they moved up. Every single. I agree. One. And I just they th- excelled at every stage. I think you except you, they didn't throw until high school. I so. think you finally hit. And I, well. you know, I I played college ball. It was small college baseball. Okay, uh, I was, my dream was always to get drafted. That ne- obviously never happened. But these guys, like you're saying, that are very successful D ones. Yep. They finally just hit. To me, they hit this plateau. Yep. And you're just not good enough anymore. Yeah. Absolutely, but that's you're my, just not good enough. That's anymore. my point. Is that that's the entire NFL, right? In, in a single. Well, let's just talk about in a single season, the, the entire draft class, how many people get drafted, roughly? Hundred uh, and... Seven, seven rounds? Seven rounds, 13. 200, 200 kids. Whatever. How many of those are graduating seniors? I mean, how many graduating seniors do you think there are in that college year, right? A lot. Right, there's arguably 15 to 20 times that across, foot, across collegiate football. Right, because not all these guys are coming out of D one schools. Right, right. I mean, if there's a guy in D two that that has records that are ridiculous for, comparatively speaking, right, uh, they're going to give him a shot. They're going to look at him. He's going to go to the combine. They're going to see his numbers when he's running. They're going to see his size. They're going to see his his bench and all his strength comparison. They're going to see all that stuff. And well, maybe he just didn't have the opportunity to go to a D one school, but he lit it up at a D two school. You know, Carson Wentz. Right. Uh, you have all these people that are graduating, that are going, that are wanting to go into the draft, and you're looking at 10% of them are going to get there. Well, it's it's significantly easier to excel in a in a stage of the game where 90% of the kids aren't good enough to go to the next level. Mm-hmm. It's dramatically easier to excel. That makes sense. Uh, but at the same time, now you're looking at these 200 kids coming into a NFL team. Each each team has what 50 50 players. Like 50, 30 players, like 30 that. teams, 32, whatever, however many teams there are, and then 50 <laughs> players on each team. That's 1,500 players. We're now looking at 1% of the, of the, of every rostered spot is, is a new person. Uh, what's the legitimacy of them actually making an impact the first year they play, right? And you have a handful of quarterbacks that have done it who have then gone on to actually have a good sophomore year and, and so on. Uh, you have a hand, you've had a handful of running backs who've had a great one or two years, but then they start to they start to die off because their their book is they, everybody has a book on them, you know. Well, Anyways. yeah, you tell me those running backs, you know they they sign that four or five year rookie deal, right? Mm-hmm. And teams do not want to sign them to a long term deal after those four nope. or five years because nope. nowadays there's no Adrian Petersons anymore. Nowadays, running back is just. We don't want to pay a lot of money for our running backs. Yep. Because we're going to – Derrick Henry what do we is want? a rare breed. We want to throw the ball because what I believe it was you said earlier, Chris, points are sexy. Yep. Points yep. sell. 
in the NFL. So we're babying the quarterbacks, we're babying the receivers. We want to see points. Nobody wants to see a six to three game anymore. No, yep. nobody wants to. Never. Nobody cares about how great your defense is unless it's me rooting for the Steelers. Uh, unless how, your defense how, is awesome and your great? offense is equally as awesome, and yeah. it's, it's like thirty-five to zero. Well, so. even even the running backs nowadays that make the biggest difference in the game, right? So you think about Alvin Kamara. You think about dog. Uh, you, t- you talk about Austin Eckler. Dog. Right? I have him. So, First yeah, pick. You, you know, you talk about these running backs. And off the top of my head, those are a couple. But So, you, so you have your Derrick Henry. Dog. Um, who's, who's just running people CMC, over, right? But most – CMC. Yeah. Most of the running backs, yeah. their biggest impact is off of what? Passes in the flash. The ones – right? And, stuff, yeah. and especially if we're talking about fantasy football, because every name you said, I'm thinking fantasy football. Yep. Yeah. They're, Austin Eckler, I know because I have him. He rushed for like 32 yards yesterday. Yeah. But he had several catches. He yep. had, well, I think two touchdowns. Yep. You know, take away Joe Mixon yesterday. Jesus, what a game he had. <laughs> right? I have him in my other you league know, as fair. well. Four he made up for touchdowns. Brady. One passing, uh, one receiving touchdown, excuse me. Um, I, I agree 100%. It's, they're not getting, and I'm strictly talking fantasy football right now. Mm-hmm. They're studs, and it's not because they're running the ball. Right. Unless you're Derrick Henry. Right. Unless you're Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry's running. And ETN, stupid. man. So, that guy. I had him. Oh, oh dude. I wish I had him. So I, I traded. I we, tried to trade for even, him, but We should do a, a deal happen. about fantasy football, just how stupid I am. Yeah. <laughs> we will. You know. I'm, I'll be five and four. Mark that down. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I am He's proud of the fact that I have. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> I am proud of the fact that I have Mark Andrews. And I did pick up uh, his backup, that likely guy. Uh, Dude, I'm so mad. But I'm still, you know, I went against Mahomes. This this guy that I'm playing tonight, everybody loves him. He's a great guy. He's phenomenal. He trades all the time, and he's got like 18 first-round picks. I'm playing Parker. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, I was up 60 going into last night's game. Yeah. Now I'm down by like 40. Yeah. Yeah. Because he had Mahomes. Yeah. I'm getting, um, dude. I'm a, I'm a I really defense. wanted to pick up Hawkinson hey, though. Mahomes so and Derrick Henry. I'm about how, to be. I'm about to be done playing in this league. How in the world do you have Mahomes, Derrick Henry, Alvin Kamara? He just traded away Devontae Adams yesterday. <laughs> he traded away Devontae Adams. For, what what did he think get? Of the game. Uh, well, he traded his buddy. Right. Um, he got um, Higgins. T. Higgins. Yeah. Okay. What? T. Okay. Higgins and Chase is out for. He's on IR. Yeah. So. Yeah, but well, still, no, I don't it's think put him on IR, but he's going to be out for several weeks. He's on somebody's IR somewhere on um, on another fantasy league. I was, I mean, oh, really? Yeah. Did, they, did the Bengals actually put him on IR? Well, I think that's the I only think way. They have to. I think that's the only way you for can you to be able to put him in the IR slot. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, whether it's a four week IR or, or the rest of the season, right? But um, yeah, I mean, I know we're kind of scooting off the fantasy football. It's just yeah. It's okay. Well, and then the other so Cordero Patterson's another one. Yeah. Right. So he came back this weekend. That's your buddy. His impact is is almost entirely. What do you want for him? Uh, screen passes and you know whatnot. <laughs> yep. So so we've it's definitely transitioned quite a bit. Well, and so and to me that's my you know I had another question like uh, how soft is the NFL getting right now or just professional sports altogether? Well, and that's that, but because they want points, so they that yeah it's goes super back soft. To what we just said, these yeah, it's well it's it's hey, it's a stat driven take our, life. Take our kids that we see every day Monday through Friday. Yeah. Okay. This is my own personal opinion. And I'll get off for just a second. It's 100 degrees outside. Yeah. And they are wearing jackets and hoodies outside. I'm sweating. That's my kids. I'm sweating bullets. I don't know what's wrong with them. And I'm going, and I just think they're just 
different. I'm yep. not going to blame anything on COVID and all that. And I'm trying not to cuss right now. I appreciate that. Um, I don't buy into the fact that, well, these kids are soft because of COVID. No, I'm tired of that excuse. But as the, the players this that we see now in any sport, maybe take away hockey. Hockey's pretty cool. Jen's really starting to try to get me on hockey, which mm-hmm. is cool. <coughs> but, yeah, they're just – they're all prima donnas. Well, but that's what sells, man. Oh, my yeah. God. Well, no, well, but that's my so, point. Like, okay, so I, I've said this a thousand times. Like, you start throwing money at stuff, you start making it – you start devaluing it, actually. Like, right. how many times have you seen a quarterback uh, – and we've seen it here in Dallas. How many times you see a quarterback get a, a huge contract and then he sucks? Or then he's average. He, like, he, does, he doesn't earn it. Like, he doesn't maintain his earning of it. Well, right? and that's – once again, what I said earlier was if you're playing a – professional sport and we're going to stick to football right Mm -hmm. and you're making millions of dollars let's be honest do i really care if i win the super bowl or not nope absolutely not if i'm making 25 million a year do i really really care yep i think you're going to show that you care when you win it you're going to show that this is what we've been looking for the whole time i think tom brady still cares i mean i think he does but th- does he really now after winning I don't, seven, okay. like you said? I don't yeah. think he cares. I think Anymore? he doesn't know what else to do. I don't think he... It's all he's been doing. Yeah, he's never exactly. had a job. He's never had a, a <laughs> life outside of football. Like, literally, right. he grew up playing football. He graduated. He went to the NFL. And he's been doing that for the last two once, decades. Once he realizes he can make comparable <laughs> money in the booth, like uh, like Tony Romo's doing, and they, they've already, he, he'd be in the booth. Is it ESPN? Right. They already said you you have a job waiting for you. Yep. And we're talking. Yeah, they've got several, a job lined up for him. Million. If he doesn't make the playoffs, they want several him to, million to announce in the playoffs yep. already. Yep. Like, and, there's and already I, a deal there. And as you know, I'm, I'm not a Cowboy fan. I love listening to Tony Romo. Tony Romo it. breaks the game down oh, he's real awesome. well. Real well. I, I enjoy Troy Aikman. Yep. I don't care for his idiot partner, uh, Joe, Joe Buck. Yep. I can't stand him. The only good thing about him going to ESPN, he's not going to be doing a World Series anymore. Yeah. By the way, real quick, Tony Romo reference. Right. Uh, did you guys ever watch the, uh, uh, I think it's on ESPN, a football story, Tony Romo? No. No. You should watch it. Is it good? Yeah. It gives a, a lot of insight from him and from the coaches and whatever. And as how far comparable as his, he is to Dak because he could only win yeah, one playoff no. game? Or? But because no, because of his development yeah. and how that coincided with the degradation of his of his body. Uh-huh. Uh, and so, like, when he, he reaches this, basically, you could call it point of enlightenment, but his body wouldn't hold up to allow him to do it. Like, so it's, it's really interesting when you kind of hear, because again, the eyeball test, if you watch in those later years, Romo was way better protecting the ball, made better decisions, but he couldn't stay on the field. And so earlier in his career, he had a lot of that athleticism and kind of that gunslinger mentality. And he had to mature and grow out of that. But by the time he did, his body couldn't keep up. Anyways. I watched it. It was really cool. So I want to see the Tom Brady the one. Stuff. I haven't seen that one either, but I want to see the Tom Brady one. I don't even know on. if they've done one for him yet because he's yeah. still playing. No, Tom Brady's on ESPN. Is it? Um, Are you talking about like the 30 for 30 thing or whatever? Or whatever like that, that is. Okay. It's different parts, and I can't remember the name of it, but Tom Brady has his own little thing too. I didn't know about the Tony Romo one. Yeah. Okay, so ask, I'm going to ask a question right now about uh, we. I, the reason why the whole Dak Prescott <laughs> argument even exists, at least in my circle, is because there were people calling him elite last year, uh, and then he ends up in the biggest game of the year and just chokes Big Fatty. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, I'm going to need a few more of those, by the way. Uh, text me, I'll bring some. Fair. Uh, anyway, so 
And by the way, that we're talking about sausage, okay? We're not. Right. We're talking about. <laughs> we're talking about. It's, a, it's like a beef jerky stick. That, yeah. The sausage. Okay. It's like a, it's the like sausage reference doesn't make it any better <laughs> at all. It's a slim jim, except it's like it's three bigger, times. It's a, a bigger the slim jim, okay? Yeah. We're not talking does about that. Fatty does that make it better? Yeah. I don't know. So <laughs> makes it better for me. No, the, the yeah, argument. I know what we're talking about. The argument they kept falling back on last year was, oh well, we have the number one ranked offense for like most of the season. Right, 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 right. But okay. then you also watched our wins. And how great they were, that was going at the beginning of the season when we played terrible teams. Right. And then when we actually started playing teams that mattered, we cratered. Right. Right? So, it's a, okay, we had the number one offense because we played the worst ten defenses in the NFL. Like, okay, so here's my question. It doesn't do any good. My question is, what is elite? Who, like, how is elite determined? And the reason I'm asking this question is because I heard it again. It was like week five or six on, on the fan. I heard the word elite being thrown out for a running back or a receiver or something like that. And I'm like, this he's a rookie. This is his first five games. What are we talking about? Elite. What is elite? Is it current play? I th- Well, if you just talk about quarterback, kind of when we talk about the coaches, is it really justified for them getting fired? Right. Quarterbacks are always looked at, how many Super Bowls have you won? Right. Right. Who's the best quarterback to never win a Super Bowl? Dan Marino. Okay. Right. Phenomenal. Right. Phenomenal. I would call him elite. <laughs> yeah. Um elite, it's un you know, it's it's unfair if you if you win uh, games. You okay, but you're a great quarterback if you win games. Yeah. I remember and you know I'm I'm anti cowboy. A couple years back, Tony Romo, um, Peyton Manning and the Broncos came to town. Yep. And the Broncos won like fifty five to forty nine. Yeah. Sick. And the media was all over Romo, and even I said, "God, he doesn't play defense." Right. You, you gave up fifty-five points. Y'all scored forty-nine, but it's Romo's fault. Yeah, right. Because right. he couldn't get to fifty-six. Yeah, I, you I, know? I hear you. So being an elite quarterback, uh-huh. I think to be elite, you just have to have pretty above-average numbers. But your team's got to win. Yeah. And you got to win in the playoffs, which Romo and Dak can't. Right. right? And you got to win the playoffs. You got to get to that Super Bowl, and you got to win a couple. To me, Big Ben, I'm a homer. He's not an elite quarterback, but he'll probably get in the Hall of Fame because he's won two Super Bowls. Yep. And one of those years, Eli the Manning de- defense was phenomenal. Yeah. Yep. When yeah, they yeah. beat the Seattle Seahawks, again, that's back when I was married. Is that Palomalu leading yeah. that one? Yeah, yeah. Nobody yep. would say Eli Manning is elite. Nobody. Nope. But I mean, will Brady, he go to the, will anybody go to the, that watches but he beat football? Brady twice. Yeah. Yeah. Will, will he go into the Hall of Fame? Probably. He, probably because he's, he's a Manning. Man. He's a Manning. And that two and Super the Bowls. fact that he won two Super Bowls. Yeah. It's you know, it's it's unfortunate. All because uh, well, and if if, if, if Peyton didn't go to the Broncos, then Manning Eli has one more than Peyton, right? And you know, if you think about it, and I think you and I have talked about this, Terry Bradshaw dog at least he was but seriously old terry bradshaw troy aikman yeah big ben very very similar their numbers are not that great they're not stellar numbers but guess what they had a great offense around them they had a great defense and they and they produced with what they were given so this was this was my whole argument those three elite i wouldn't so this was my whole argument with the dak and rush situation right so i had these these guys I've been going back and forth with, not anymore, but when Rush was playing, because I wanted Rush to continue to start even after Dak was back. And they kept pointing to his stats. Well, he's only 
150 yards, 200 yards, one touchdown. That was the game plan. Okay. Yeah. So I went back and looked. Now, now we start running the again, ball and we start controlling the clock, I want and to, the quarterback drives the bus. Yes. That's his job. So I want to overemphasize: I am not comparing Cooper Rush as a player to Troy Aikman as a player. I am not. Okay. But this is the statistic argument: from '93 to '96, when Aikman won three Super Bowls, lost in the NFC Championship one year. Also, every year went to the Pro Bowl, was first-team All-Pro. That four-year stretch. Now, he got those honors in other years, but I'm using that because that's a Super Bowl-winning stretch. <laughs> Averaged 207 yards a game, yep. one touchdown a game, and one interception every other game. Yep. That was his stats. 200 yards and one touchdown. Yep. If somebody does that today, we call him garbage. Yep. Okay? So, again, now the league's changed, Okay, but my point is, is that – the stats are irrelevant. Okay. When you watch Troy Aikman play, he could lead a team, he could throw accurately, he made good decisions, and he freaking he was a winner. Yeah. Right. Agreed. That's what ma- that's what makes you elite, not your stats. So and, and it helps you with a good defense too. Yeah. Right. It so helps you do throw that pick. Every right. Other. Absolutely. Okay, but no, but listen to well, it's one every other last game. year. Yeah, not that bad. Last year we had a we 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 went light years better defense from the previous year. Agreed. Right. Absolutely. We were last in defense. Which was a huge surprise. We were last in defense in every category. We get some draft picks. We become like 16th in defense, 15th in defense, total defense from you know for the entirety of the year. We get a dramatically better defense, and we basically maintain the same offense. We get to the playoffs, uh, and then who was it? wet the bed? Was that San Fran? That was San Francisco. Okay. okay. And, and and in crunch time, we wet the bed. I don't think we we lost by yes. one score or something. Like it wasn't dramatic. But, it, but the game just seemed like San Fran had it the entire time. Absolutely, because the offense couldn't produce. And my my biggest deal is is that a good quarterback will overcome a good defense more often than he will succumb to it. Dak succumbs to a good defense almost every time he plays. If you look yep. at the amount if you look at his record for playoff uh, caliber teams versus his losing record opponents he has great stats and he has great win loss against losing record teams absolutely against, against the the old eagles the old redskins the old giants right and he That's has six games a week and he a has year. terrible he has a less than 50% Win loss against teams that go to the playoffs yep. or in the playoffs and, as well. And you guys are Cowboy fans, and it, uh, I just, but that's six games a year uh-huh. that they've had until this year. Mm-hmm. I can't, I can't. NFC East is pretty darn good. Okay, uh, okay. but that's six games a record year. wise. I mean, hey, I'm yeah. just but their but their schedule's pretty weak. Phillies all, played pretty garbage teams. All so. of their um, everybody's schedule in the NFC hey, is pretty. Know, here's yeah. the, pretty you got to play your schedule, right? Agree. Okay? I agree. Um, eight knows eight no or whatever they are. Six and two, six and three. So the NFC East is good, but when Dallas is going before we go to seventeen games, Dallas is going you know twelve and four. Yep, that's six games. A long stretch of years that they're playing the Giants twice that are terrible, yep. Redskins twice that are terrible, Eagles that are terrible. But it just seems that those three teams, regardless of record, and y'all probably know more than I do, they really get up for the Cowboys. Yeah. They yeah. really get up. Well, sure they I do. mean, who's the biggest rival for the Cowboys? Is it the Giants? Is it the Redskins? Or is it the Eagles? The Cowboys have no rival. You know? I know for the Steelers – the Steelers, it's the Ravens. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, for me, you know? for me personally, it's yeah. it's the Eagles. Uh, uh, and I, I yeah. but you can make a point that all three 
But yeah, and I'm but, but I I root against the Cowboys. I watch I watch probably every single Cowboy game. And you root for the other team. And I root time. for the every team. That's why. And Jen, you know, she's she's a trooper. She'll root for the Steelers. But I'll tell her I can't root for the Cowboys. Yeah, I can't. Why is that? I I just I won't. And I think well, it's growing I, up. I, I mean, it was gro- Steelers Cowboys. I think it's growing yeah. up. You know, I got three other brothers. Because you got dog. one more ring than us. That's what it is. <laughs> that might be it. Keep, yeah. keep I, it till five. I think I'm still upset about 1995 when they won 23 to 13, you know, mm. uh, my last year in college. Right. Uh, I won money on the game because Steelers were getting 13 and a half. Oh, there you go. But they only, they only got beat by 10, so that yeah. was pretty cool. Well, but, I mean, okay. So, so, Elite, right? Elite has to do – does Elite have to do – Elite has to do with all these – with all these people right now, it has to do stat. It's stat driven. Yeah. Right. Dak Prescott had had great stats last year up until like the last four or five games of the season. Then he ends up blowing out an Eagles second second offense and second defense because they they were they were guaranteed spot seven in the playoffs or whatever the whatever the numbers are, and so they rested everybody. The did Eagles. Did East do that against Raleigh? I think they did, and so. Uh, Anyways, my point is is that Dak puts up like 50-something points against a second offense or a second defense, and everybody's like, oh, Dak's back, and then he chokes so hard against a good defense. So so real quick, I want to read just the top ten in passer rating this year, okay? Why do you and, think and they and didn't play you... Dak against Philly when he was ready? Oh, exactly. God. Can you? That's why. Can I say something Because they wanted an excuse to bring him back. Right. Thank you. They want to make it real easy. Were you and I talking about that? I think so. Because I said my conspiracy theory is he could have played. Yep. They know they're going to get beaten in Philly. Yep. So let's put Cooper Cooper Rush out there. And let's let let's don't let all. Cooper Rush have 4-0 yeah. four, four oh on this and season. And now we know for a fact there's not a controversy. Now our man is back. We just and he got gets beat. two easy games and a bye. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. For awesome. Great. Because I was going to bring that up. Yep. Absolutely. You're so, welcome. All right. So so I'm going to read the top ten in uh, quarterback rating. Okay. Okay. This year, and after each one, I want you to say elite, not elite. Okay. Tua Tagovailoa. No. Uh. He's no. Too early. Too early. He is the leader. Yes. Yep. He okay. is. Yeah. Jalen Hurts. Too early. Uh, yeah, second year. You, you, too can, early. you cannot be elite inside of now, what y'all were just talking about. Elite to me, you've got to play for a few years. Yeah, you have to be consistently great to be elite. I'm not saying those two guys are not good yeah. at all. Right, and they could be elite. Yeah, are, are they, they could a, get there? Are they elite as in what they're doing this year? Sure. Have either of them gotten to the playoffs and had success in the playoffs based on what they did not in yet. the regular season? And, right. and that's what it brings back to is. And I know you're going to read the rest of your list. Is being elite? I think you translates. Have to, you, have to, you have to prove, right? Translates. And they have. They're proving. Yep. They're in the middle of honest, proving. They're That's right. You know, and two is phenomenal. Two is doing something. And Jalen's doing great because they're. You know, when you see the Eagles are eight and zero. Yep. Right. Nobody ever talks about their defense. Oh. Right. It's always Tua in the receiving core. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry. Hurts. Hurts in, in yep. the receiving core. Yeah. Yep. So go, anyway, continue. All right. So third on this list, okay. Geno Smith. Right, I've heard that. Right, how surprising is that? Well, right? there, there was a there was a lot of hype on him when he was at the Jets. Of course, he was at the Jets at a terrible time. They've and, they're always terrible. Well, except they, this year. They're I mean, okay. this year they're okay, yeah. right? <laughs> but but he goes like there has always been a hype on him. I never saw it because I didn't see him in college. I don't watch college football. I saw him at the Jets. He sucked at the Jets, and then he became a backup at two or three different places. Now he's at Seattle. 
Uh, yeah, they said the Broncos are trying to trade for him now. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So, Geno Smith, so no, right? Maybe we haven't seen him play, but no, no this at this is, point. Okay. Except for the Jets, this is his first time to really shine. Number four. Good for him. Our passing yardage and touchdown leader, Patrick Mahomes. He's number four, you said? Yep. I yep. can't call him elite yet. He has more over those first three that you said. I have to call him elite. He's, I mean, he's he – Okay, just, so I think he falls more under the conversation of elite than what – based on what we talked about. first three. I mean, he dominates. It doesn't matter if it's a good defense, bad defense. His, have you seen some, the, the yeah, way I, he I, tricks defenders in the past? He, he reminds me – I'm going to go kind of crazy here, okay? But it's almost like watching Michael Jordan with that ball in his hand. Uh-huh. Making these defenders that. jump all over the place and do this yeah. in this direction. Kind of like, kinda like that one year. That That's Michael, what Mahomes does like with Michael, a football. When Michael Vick burst on the scene that one year. Yeah. He was, uh, and yeah, I was. But he's been doing it now. Well, this is his third year, fourth year. Great thing. And he's won a Super Bowl already. And he came from Texas Tech. Okay, hold on. like, what the heck? Right, he came from Texas Tech. Who would have Who would have thought it? His win percentage is almost – 80% of winning games he plays. Yeah. Now, I know there's defense. I know there's and he's guys in the that got to catch the ball. He's in the AFC. And they don't they, have a great defense. No. They they I don't know if they have had a great defense with him. They've had a they've had good defenses, average good defenses. In the pa- yeah. The but pa- they haven't I don't think they've ever had like the best defense like like uh Ravens Super Bowl winning defense, Pittsburgh Super Pittsburgh. Bowl winning defense. Like they they haven't had that type of defense, but they've had that type of offense. And it starts with the QB. If he's almost, he's at it's seventy eight point. Uh, excuse me. Yeah, seventy eight point six percent. Yeah, is his win percentage. That's I, I, sick. You know, I guess. When and again, he plays in the in the AFC. Yeah, I mean, right. so he's playing top tier teams every year. Ask, when you say elite, I guess I'm kind of going old school, where you have to prove it, and he has. Right. How many? He's been to three, three Super Bowls, one, two of them. Yeah, he's been every okay. year. He's not been to Super Bowl. He's in the cha- AFC Championship say, game. Something stupid. Same thing with Josh Allen. What a stud. Yeah, but he just became really, really good last year. Yeah, he hadn't put it together yet. He no. hadn't shown that he's and put he it completely even said, together. I can't. I wish I remember the quote because they were asking Josh Allen about. I think it was Zach Wilson, and he basically said, "Well, look at me, my first year or two. Yeah, I was terrible. Yeah, you know, I, I'm the one that came from Wyoming. Yep. I was the what number 15 pick or whatever it was. Eric Gibson, Mahomes is 100 percent elite. He's making a bunch of mediocre wide receivers look like great players. He's got one ring, by the way. Got, okay, so he's been in the Super Bowl he's, twice, he's, lost yeah, one, yeah. and lost yes. a NFC, uh, an AFC championship. Yeah, he, he lost. He's either been to the Super Bowl or been to the game to get you to the Super Bowl. Yeah, he lost to the Bengals in last year's AFC championship. Yes. Is this year four for him? It's, uh, yeah, it's year four. Yeah, drafted so, in 2017. Uh, he won in 2020 and then lost in the AFC championship in 21. So we're saying yep. he has lost in the AFC championship game, Yep. lost in the Super Bowl, and won a Super Bowl yeah. the last three years. Yeah. No, 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 no. He only he only made it to one Super Bowl and he won. He's one for one oh, in the Super Bowl. Go. Okay, all right. Yeah, according to oh, he's he's lost two AFC Championship games. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay. Two um, Brady and Burroughs. Brady has. I think I think Brady has the Patriots. Okay, I think right? that's right. I think that's yeah, got to be right. I don't know. He's been in the NFL Anyways. playoffs every season. He won the Super Bowl with in twenty twenty. Uh, he lost the AFC, the 2021-2022 AFC Championship. Um, those are the only two. That's the, that's the Bengals. Yeah, that big was, ones that's that last mentioned. year. That was last year. Yeah, yeah. So, so right? So, he, he, he leads the league consistently in stats. Where's Kenny Pickett at? And, <laughs> and he makes these guys look 
ridiculous. He yeah. makes these defenders look silly. You know what I love I, when they do a Chiefs game is the fr- crazy arm angles that right. he's throwing. Yeah, yeah. That, and it that's is, my point. Is like, who like, else is you, you doing this? It's like in baseball, you can't coach speed. Uh, yep. You can't coach that. You can't and he coach, can scramble. He's not, coach he's not Michael vision. Vick, but you he can scramble. You so know? on your list, those four guys, uh, of those four guys, Mahomes is definitely the only one that is right. comparatively. Look, what's number five? Joe Burrow. He's starting it. Still, he's on his way. Could be, could be, but not, not yet. Right? He, but this year he is, he is oh, feast gosh. or famine. Now he look, has had great games and he has had horrible games. Yep. It's, he's never just had an average league, like an average good game. Now listen to this next one, Bailey Zapp. Now Zappy I don't think he's, I don't think he's played enough. Yep. I don't know how many games he's played, but he's only got 780 yards, so he's probably played what three, four games. No, yeah. he well he played his, three or four. With, he got with New England. What's his name? Got hurt. Uh, Mac yep. Jones. Mac Jones, yeah. yeah. He came in, I think he played two, but then Mac Jones was terrible that one Monday night. Yeah. And he, he got came benched. in and did Something. great because I was going yep. against the Patriots that day. Who's next? All right. Jimmy Garoppolo. Okay. Jimmy G. Yep. Number <laughs> Jimmy G. <laughs> number seven on the list. Okay. Is he the most handsome guy in the NFL? <laughs> He's got to be. He's got to be. <laughs> uh, all right. Number eight, Josh Allen. Okay. I really like him. Yeah. Um, what would you say? Like on the cusp? Like, I mean, if, if you, he if, continues. Yep. I mean, he's got to continue. I understand what we've done. He's had two years of of good quarterback play. This is his second year of being right. Really good. Really good. Yep. Like I understand he's he's eighth on this list, right? But I mean, if you had to pick a quarterback today, what would you say? Top three? Yes. Mahomes, Allen. Who else? If you're just picking out of the top the top three quarterbacks, and you trying to, I think I'm. I think I might go with Tua. Honestly, right now, I don't as know. Of, as of right now, now? yeah, yeah who's number nine? Fantastic. Uh, well, that that guy doesn't count. Andy Dalton, shut your mouth. Okay, is number nine. Yeah, the red and then red Lamar egg. Jackson is number ten. Okay, Lamar would, Jackson broke my heart. Yeah, because I had him for two years running fantasy. And he sucked, and he's a Ravens. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, so uh, I mean, on that list, what you're seeing is you're seeing Mahomes, Josh Allen, and and. Lamar Jackson are the three best quarterbacks on that list from what they have done from the day they got in the league to today. But two is having a better season. Uh, uh, who's number two on that list? Uh, oh, dang. Hey, I, I went you, to the next oh, page. Did you that's notice it was, all, ten, all ten of those? Was there one? Jalen Hurts. Yeah, yeah. That's right. All ten are all kids. Oh, my gosh, yeah. They're all under – 25 they gotta be or whatever 26 they're so they're up and coming this we could be witnessing um like a great quarterback class for a generation yeah you know what i'm saying yeah yeah so you want to know who's last by the way i just thought this would be interesting don't say trubisky are you ready (laughs) russell wilson kenny pickett yeah hey 30 seconds let me tell you something about old russie let him cook right yeah i pick him I was me and Jen. We we always talk about our draft in Vegas. Right. We were the last two to pick a quarterback. She was the very last one. I was second to last. Yep. I was thrilled to get Russell Wilson. Yeah. Pumped. Why wouldn't you? Guess what? Horrible. Yeah. Yep. I, so is there anyone I, I, else? He's on waivers. Nobody's going to pick him up. Is yep. there anyone else you could think of top of your head you'd consider in the elite conversation that's playing right now? Playing Tom right. Brady, obviously for what he's done, but not today. Yep. But so, so and I guess that's and Aaron Rodgers okay, maybe for what he's done. Question. That's probably what I was I was going at. What have they done instead of what have they done this year? Yeah. Well, my, I, I would say there I was a point in time where he was elite, but uh, today is there, is, I don't think he's 
I don't think he can physically compete. That's I, my question. Does elite mean how they're doing for you now, or is it what they've accomplished? And to me, I would say what they have done. Rodgers and Brady are two of the best quarterbacks ever play the game. Rodgers sucks as right as you now. say, yeah. Brady's meh hey, right now. So I have Rodgers on my fantasy. Well, and he has team. no receivers. They took his best receiver and gave him away. Gave him away. And then Fair. they but, didn't replace but him. here's what he did yesterday. I don't even know because he's my quarterback for fantasy. Two picks in the end zone yep. and one at the five. Yeah. Yep. Sitting on, I don't know if I told you or not, sitting on, because I had him fantasy, sitting on 291 yards, first and 10 at the Lions 17. Four straight incomplete passes. Yep. Four yep. straight. Now, I didn't see any of the four plays. Yep. But I would still say that Rodgers and Brady, out of all 32 teams, by what they have done, mm-hmm. are the two best quarterbacks playing the game right now. By what they've done. But what you're saying, no. I, they're right. trash. Right. So, this I, so, year, they're I, I, so Brady, so Brady and Rodgers. for what they're doing Brady and right Rodgers have already achieved the elite tier. And once you have, yes. you, you can't lose it. Like, in other words, I would agree. they're elite for what they have done. Yeah. Okay. But in – but this year, if you were to look at, you know, what they're doing, you know, obviously. So we're not saying that elite. So has, Eric uh, says Herbert. Elite has has quali- mm. qualifications. So Eric says Herbert. Her- Herbert's in the Herbert's playing really great, but is he elite yet? Is he playing really good? His team's. Huh? I feel <laughs> Wait, like he is. Once again, that goes to the quarterback has such co- a influence on the now outcome he's, of a game. Yes. Now he's mid range on this list, but now keep in mind his quarterback rating is not bad. It's ninety. Right, point five. He just needs to keep on dumping um, the ball to Eckler, okay? <laughs> oh, or ninety point six. I apologize. No, no, it's okay. Hey, I agree with you on that. Thirteen touchdowns, five interceptions, and when you look at his passing it, yards, uh, he's right up there. He is number five. Okay, well, he's not. That's not blowing so, my skirt up, right? But <laughs> Herbert, okay, I think he's legit. I think he's money. Um, just make sure he doesn't give himself another haircut like he did last year. Right, that was brutal. But yeah. <laughs> Um, I think he's. I don't think he's elite. I think yeah. he's an up and comer, though. Yep. Yeah. Man. Speaking of the Ravens, they're up. You 7-0. are one pathetic loser against the Saints. Um, is it likely that scored the? How likely is it that likely can go <laughs> off for fifty points so I can win this week? <laughs> Unlikely. And I do have Justin Tucker as well, but you know. So Jackson's got a passing touchdown too likely. Oh my god! Likely has twenty four yards and a touchdown. That's what I'm talking about. I That's, need a lot is that of tonight's game? Yeah. yeah. Who are they playing? Uh, the Saints. Saints. I think I picked oh, Kamara. Kamara's got six yards. I don't know. <laughs> I, oh, and I'm going against oh, Kamara. I, I got to see who I pick because uh, I got I got a little little M O N E Y on this game. I don't have yeah. anything. And I did tonight. not look. Uh, I'm tied with three people. You know, three okay. total people. Yeah. Uh, for for the pick. Are you in the this league? Week. I'm in their league, but not the pick them because I suck at that. Are you in so Survivor? Terrible. Oh, you're in the. Th- Average Joe's. Ooh. Just the regular. Who's winning? Who's winning this game right now? The so, Ravens, 7-0. Oh, okay, okay. What what went, like how far is it? Uh, So. Just started like 7-30. Fourth and okay. 16. Uh, 14, First quarter, second quarter. Huh, it doesn't tell me. Okay. Why does it not tell me this? I would say this? it's got to be. It's got to be. Second first. quarter. It's got to be second quarter. It's got to be first, li- late first, oh, yeah, beginning one, second. 123 left in the first quarter. Yeah, okay. there we go. Thank Likely you. Likely has a touchdown for real. Yeah, That's 24 cool. yards and a touchdown. That's awesome. From Lamar Jackson, who has 67 yards and one touchdown. Lamar right. Jackson has broke my heart. Yeah, so I picked the Saints. I don't know why. I think I picked the Saints, too. Aren't and they playing in New Orleans? Uh, yes, yeah, they are the home them. team. And uh, Drake has five yards. This sucks. So yeah. I, I, so in both of my leagues, so I have Drake 
in uh, one league that I scored a crap ton of points. That's the league I have Mixon. But then they still, the other team, managed to score a bunch of points too. So uh, I need Drake to have a good night. And then in our league, I have Kamara. Uh, I need him to. I'm gonna need, need you to, to go well. ahead. No, you don't need it. When did you draft you Kamara? Uh, yeah. When did you draft Kamara? What round? Uh, so, if my both of my drafts run together, I'm pretty sure the average Joe's draft. I had the last pick in the first round. Is that where you? So got I picked Eckler and Kamara back oh to back, gosh. whichever way. How he get Eckler? How did Eckler come worked? number twelve? It's oh. ten. We had ten. Oh, ten. Okay. And that yeah, might 10. explain it because there's a couple I people. Him, I picked him at five. There's one guy who picked Tom Brady in, in round one. That's he's the he's always thing ever. He's done it every single and draft. Then, apparently. And then there's Henry. And then there's there was uh, there was enough receivers, running backs, and and with a kid picking a quarterback in round one, That's there was silly. enough people to drop Eckler if he went unknown. So as you know, I love picking running backs first. Oh yeah. Running backs are the and best so player. I'm the number football. five pick, and I'm thinking I'm going to get Justin Jefferson mm-hmm. and freaking Paul Paul. Yeah, pick him at number three. Yeah, what a punk. That's crazy. Yeah, and then number four goes receiver. Yeah, and I said, is Cooper Cup really going to have another really good year? Yeah, I don't think so. I'm going to take Eckler. Everybody thought in Vegas that I was just gift wrapping that to Jen. I'm ready to win some money. Yeah, it's a thousand bucks it's, the winner. It's, or there, like that. There's nothing about Jet or we, her, and I'd be doing shady trades. I lied. Freaking year. Like, uh, what's I have, Yeah. I Period. lied. I had Eckler in my other league. So, in my other league, I have uh, Eckler and I have Mixon uh, were my top two running backs. In our league, I had Cook and Kamara. Yeah. So, my bad. No, it's all good. Back Cookie. to back. Yeah. But, okay. So, all right. So, we got we got what is elite. And I think it, it 100% depends on what glasses you're looking out, right? What lens you're looking through. What is elite? Most people right now are what's what is he doing for me today? Right. And if he's doing something great for me today, he's elite. If he's not, then he's not elite. If that's if if that's elite, what is he doing today? Then you got to say that Tua and Hurts, those guys are elite. Yeah, for today. this year yeah. in the in the right new now. NFL, right? right? So in other right. words, we're we're turning over a new leaf. Some of these guys that have been around for a while, um, do we realistically expect Brady to come back next year? Probably not. Yeah, so, I think he will just to, just to shut everybody. Well, up. I don't yeah. know, maybe. Well, but, but I mean, if his receivers did, keep dropping the ball, he's going to be like, "Nah, I'm not doing this anymore." When does shutting everybody up stop? <laughs> yeah. When you die on the field? Well, <laughs> right. You know? Well, you know, he's going through a divorce or is going through right. Oh, so, so whenever he overcomes that, and, is he going to say, "I can head. come back one more year"? Just to tell everybody I can do it. Yeah. But, yeah, I feel like we're kind of seeing a passing of the torch, right? You've got – so, yes. real yes. quick, you've got Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, Herbert. Uh, Kyler Murray's not doing that great, but, you know, people like to throw talk him about in there. him. Jalen Hurts. Jackson. Uh, Tua. Yep. Yeah. Um, How many quarterbacks right now have more than five years' experience? Uh, starting quarterbacks? Starting Justin quarterbacks. Field. I don't know. It doesn't Dak, tell me. So. Dak. Brady. Brady. Rogers, Rogers Garoppolo. Oh, Garoppolo. Maybe Brissett, but Brissett, yeah, I don't he, think he, he has, never started. I don't think he has five Gino, years starting. Gino, but he wasn't a starter. I don't think he has five years starting for that one. Uh, Russell Wilson, Russell, Jared Goff, Matt Ryan. Okay, good call. Oh, and um, well, I'm looking Stafford, at the list, Stafford. so it's kind of cheating. Derek, so, Derek Carr, Matthew Stafford. Okay, uh, we're looking Derek, at basically, and that's it. We're looking half. at basically half of the league right now. Carson is Wentz. up and coming. How do how do the Saints Carson Wentz shut I think out? Is less than five. How, is right five? At, or is right at five? Pretty how, close. How do the Saints shut out? Car and the freaking Raiders last week, and I lose by six. <laughs> so, by the way, that's another thing. Nobody knew that you lose by six until then. Well, we were talking about earlier about the NFL and how it's soft and offense and all that stuff. So, 
a lot of this time we've been talking about uh, uh, fantasy football, right? In almost every league, what is fantasy football focused on? Stats. Offense. Points, points, oh, points, points, points. So in my other league, so I only play in two leagues. I play in yours and I play in another one with some other guys. We have independent, uh, individual defensive players. I've never played like and that And it's before. super, it's actually super fun. And what's great about it is, is most people don't pay attention to that. So if you are on that, oh, Kirk it can give you a huge uh, advantage because you can get a lot of points from your defensive players, right? Yeah. So, but either way, um, very few people do defensive players. As a matter of fact, so much that they don't even update it. So like, in other words, you know how you get player updates? Yeah. There might be like five players on defense in the entire league that they do a player update on. You get no updates, no recap, no nothing on what your defensive players do. So what makes money for the NFL? It's offense, right? So whether it's on the field, whether it's through fantasy football, which is now a huge money maker for the Mm -hmm. NFL, um, it's it's all offense. And so they're going to gear it towards offensive production and points. All right. So ironically, you can start betting now too, right? Right. Right. Legally. Legally betting. All right, so uh, Eric Gibson has been a uh, he's been a, a fantastic contributor so far today. Uh, he said, "I'll quit blowing y'all up, but I'm putting Dak in the same category as Kirk Thug and Cousins." <laughs> he shows flashes, but he'll never win you a chip unless he has an outstanding supporting cast and they catch lightning in a bottle. Uh, first of all, me and Eric Gibson, I think, are going to be great friends after this episode because <laughs> I actually did a side by side comparison from the time Prescott came in the league, uh, matching up from. From that time uh, on, Kirk Cousins and uh, and Dak Prescott side by side, and they are minuscule point differences away from each other. I think there is one category, and I can't remember what it was, but I think there was one category where <laughs> Dak had an edge on Cousins, but uh, and then the category of playoff wins I think went to the edge of Cousins or whatever. And they, I don't think that Dak Prescott or Kirk Cousins is the answer to anybody's football woes. Anybody's desire to win a championship, win win big games, that's not who you're going to have at the helm. You're going to have somebody who isn't afraid to make the mistake, but at the same time take get big-time rewards when he does it right. Mahomes is that guy. He's taken, he's taken some the throws you're talking about. He's taken things that you just don't see in the NFL, and he's producing them. With, with good numbers, good stats, and ultimately, what what's the point? Results of the game. Right. He's putting the team on his back, and he's carrying them to a win. Uh, the way Tennessee was shutting them down last night, Tennessee should have won. Tennessee should have won that game. That's a fair assessment. And the only real way that you can say the Chiefs won is that their defense kind of picked it up a little bit, but Mahomes brought them back. And then, and, made it and then made it win in, 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 the o, in OT. You cannot, you cannot discount a quarterback's ability to put the team on their back and lead them to a win, even if it's an ugly win, even if it's an ugly statistical win, right? Your, your passing yards, Cooper Rush had a win with 100 yards and no TDs. Uh, when it came down to crunch time, he did exactly what was necessary in that last drive or two to make sure the ball was kept protected or whatever – Good passes, moving the, running the clock, burning the clock, and and not allowing the other team to be able to come back and win. Uh, yeah, his stats didn't blow my skirt up, but you know what did blow my skirt up? The W. 
Yep. And well, that's and all that, I care about. And that's in, in the NFL, that's what a quarterback, elite or not, whatever, Hall of Fame or no, yep. it's wins. Yep. Yes, it's playoff wins. Obviously, it's Super Bowl wins, but it's wins. It's a team game. Yeah. Yep. You know? I'm going to argue that y'all talk about the NFL's change. I will, talk, I will argue that the NFL's uh, – the, the algorithm to win in the NFL is the same as it was back in the 90s. A good running back, a good passing attack, a good defense. And then, I mean, you throw. You got to have some special teams. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I, hey, you got. If, 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 uh, oh, Jason defense. Garrett, if you can execute, if you can execute in all three phases of the game, you're going to go win that ball game. The old Absolutely. <laughs> but my point is, my point is, is that you don't have to have the elite runner like you like in the '90s. You was more of elite runners than it was elite receivers. I mean, how many, how many big time receivers did we did we ever talk about in the '90s? Yeah. Irving, Rice, a handful. Right, there wasn't many. Now, of course, I didn't watch that many games. I was a youngster. Uh, you were, you know, twenty-five back in the nineties. Never down. Uh, but my point is, <laughs> is that, uh, is that you had guys that have rushing stats that will never be broken back in the nineties. Okay, you had guys that. Yeah, were, I don't think uh, Emmett Smith's record will ever be, bro- be right? touched. Emmett, no, anytime uh, Barry, anybody. Barry Sanders, oh yeah, he's going to break it. He's not going to no. be broken, right? But what if Barry Sanders didn't retire? What he did. He told Detroit to, to piss off. Yeah. I mean, he was – I don't want to say he was in his prime, but he was still legit. Well, so that's yeah, – I mean, but that's really kind of my point, though, is that, like, now it's it's kind of shifted to a more elite receiver than it has elite running back. Mm-hmm. But you've got to have a smash-mouth running back to maintain clock. Back then, you had to have a smash-mouth running back to maintain clock. Right. Well, You had to have a good enough quarterback to make long passes to convert on third down or like a second and long and make it a third and short or whatever. But you got to have that stuff now. Well, so, but I was watching a game yesterday, and I I can't remember who it was. I can't remember, but it was towards the end of the game, and uh, they were running the clock. And instead of of running it, they snapped the ball – and then he just passed it over to his running back. And his running back got tight, lost a yard, whatever it was. And the announcer, whoever it was, said, uh, well, that was their way of running the ball. Like, in other words, that's, I know. that's what they do now. Okay, that's but, what I was just about to say. But was my the, point the is. The Patriots, Tom Brady did that for years with Wes Welker. And, yep, then, and um, his, his barrage of running backs. What's the guy on the uh, – uh, Danny Amendola. Amendola, Edelman. Yep. Yep, that was Edelman, their way yep. of running – was throwing the little two-yard pass instead of running. Right. Okay. I but do agree with you, Josh. Though. My point yes. is the handoff is a dramatically higher percentage play. Oh, absolutely. Uh, receiver drops the ball, stops the clock. Stops the clock. Right. right? Receiver drop juggles the ball, interception. <clears throat> right? It's a significantly lower percentage play because there's a lot more variables involved. <laughs> right. So right? you, you got to have those guys like the – if you're going to run it – or, excuse me, throw it, Short like Patriots did for years. Yep, you have to have that guy who's like a ninety-eight to ninety-nine percent completion yeah. guy. Right. Anytime yeah. he gets thrown the ball, he's catching it. But I, well, I agree, running the ball is yeah. That's, no, I agree. Running you have to have the, it. The problem is the problem is because the college game has changed. You're not getting those running backs anymore. You're not they're getting not, them because they're, they're not, not. They don't have the longevity in. and they don't have right. the stamina to. Just, well, and you, to, I, and I, yeah. I saw something. You're not just going to run them between the tackles. You know, I I get all excited because you know these mock drafts that you see, okay? Because my Steelers are terrible. They're going to get a pretty decent pick. Why did they waste their twenty pick on Kenny Pickett? Who knows? Now we're talking about elite. The <laughs> favorite, but they're the first running back taken in this 
mock draft that I saw yesterday, whatever, was the kid for Texas. I don't know his name. I know he's good. Yeah. Uh, I've watched more college football this year than I've ever had, I think, in the last 20 years, which is not much at all. But I've seen a few of these Texas games. The guy's legit. But he's projected to go, like, number 22. Yeah. The NFL just doesn't really care about running backs anymore. I know, but – Okay, so and that's they, why when it comes to they, fantasy, why it's so important to get one of the ten. That's why because I always pick a the rest first. of them are all by committee. Yep. They're all yep. replaceable. Okay, so Eric comes on again. He says Mahomes has yep. no running game. Keep that in mind as well. I do agree with that. Okay, I agree it's with true. it as well. But you never see the you never see the Chiefs abandon the run ever. Right. And uh, if you notice, they they'll keep take running. their two yards. They'll take their four yards Not, at most. Well, because they'll it, take old, it. It's always set, that sets up play action. It opens. It keeps the but defense you know what, honest. Correct. You know what it they keeps do? Everybody honest. But that's how you. Why do right. you think they're so I, successful? I yeah. saw the stats of their three running back. Not yesterday. Yep. Last week, it's uh, Ceh. Yep. Pacheco. Edwards Hilaire. Yep. And, uh, uh, McKinnon. Okay. Jared McKinnon. All yep. three of them. If you added them all together, rushed twenty-seven times. 28 times for like 132 yards. Which was well, that's a good running which game. Each, each one was seven for Blake. Correct. Eight for Blake. Six for which Blake. is yeah, what was happening yeah. with a single guy in the 90s. Right. 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 But now and it's by committee. Or if it's Derrick Henry or Joe Mixon Henry. that's happening now. Just one of the two <laughs> or three. Right. But, I, I but that's my point. those might be the only two. I would have put Na- Najee Harris in there before this year. Yep. Because yep. uh, I had Najee last year. And the Steeler fan, he was – but if you take out Derrick Henry, and I, I would like put said, Pollard in that category if he was given the opportunity. I feel like when given possibly, the opportunity, he but, does that. But y'all's boss thinks Elliott is the good. Well, they paid him too much money. Too much money. So, yep. Yeah. So, but that's kind of my point. Like that committee. Yeah, there's no running game to speak of because you can't pick one of them and put them in fantasy and have any confidence. But whenever you do, your successful teams have a rushing attack that is comparable to what the rushing attacks were in the 90s. Right. That's my point. Like, you're not going to get that one guy, but you have to have that phase of the game that is producing something comparable. Uh, your your rushing attack is comparable to a single wide receiver's great game, mm-hmm. like nowadays, right? If you don't have that, you will not be successful. You might have a good regular season. You might make the playoffs. But once it comes into playoffs, if you cannot control clock because you cannot run the ball and take 30 seconds off the clock when you have the lead every single time you have the ball, uh, you're not going to be successful. You're putting it all in the hands of the quarterback, putting it all in the hands of the receiver, and then just kind of a flip of the coin of whether or not the defenders are going to like put their hand in the way or a flip of the coin whether or not there's going to be pass interference or illegal contact and all that other garbage that the pass game is predicated upon in terms of its success. How many times do you see guys who are quarterbacks who are, are quick enough to realize there's illegal contact so they make a throw, right, if they catch it? Or offsides or whatever. Right, yeah. all those little things. They If they catch it, then great, we don't have to take the penalty, but we're now taking advantage of the penalty if it's a bad throw, mm-hmm. interception or not. Uh, you don't have that many guys that are that are that with it to really understand what's happening. and But then, let's go another subset. How many of those guys, when they notice it, make a dart to their receiver? They throw a dart, a perfect pass to their receiver, and then they get that 20-yard free play, that 50-yard free play. Oh, and that's what's because crazy. Because they're is, with it. Is they, what, I, what I think is funny about that is most of the time when that happens, 
it ends up not being a free play anyways. And what I mean is they end up completing the pass for 10, 15, 20. They don't even take advantage of the penalty. So it's it's crazy how that – I don't know why it works that way, but it, it seems like it does most of the time. Well, I think it seems like it does most of the time because maybe the sample size that we we have access yeah. to versus what actually the, the actual statistic is. But my point is is that there's so many quarterbacks just throwing the ball up, hoping for some magic to happen, that they're actually not reading the game the way the game needs to be read, which makes them – less elite because they then make the bad decisions. Right. They throw behind the runner. That are their – or like we talked about before, all those crazy penalties. You know, the pass interference is insane. Yep. And when they slow it down and we look at the replay, you're like, that's that's a terrible call. Yep. And it doesn't get, you know – It doesn't get flagged. wave the flag. Yep, 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 yep. It's – oh, we called it. All right, my last thing I want to talk about, we, we're, we're right about to hit two hours. This is yeah. awesome. Uh, last thing I want to talk about is – Rest of the season, what are you anticipating? What are you looking forward to? This is a season, I think, where there are teams that are kind of breaking out of a shell that they haven't, that they've been like cooped up in for for years, potentially decades, right? We're looking at the Jets who are having a breakout year in terms of their capabilities. They may not actually make playoffs or, or you know, make it to where it matters. Uh, Jacksonville, how many wins do they have? I think they have like five times more wins than what they used to. I don't well, know. Well, they only have three. That's my point. <laughs> I think I think they were in debt a couple of wins for the last three seasons. Uh, but, like but that's my point. They were two years ago. Do what? Were they won in 15 two years ago? Uh, yeah, it wasn't very long ago. They have, they, they have not – they have been in most of the games they've played. They have not just been out of it like they were – like you could, you could just pick against the, uh, the Jacksonville in the Survivor League. <laughs> All the time. But my point is, is that there's teams that are doing some things that you're like, and this is my deal, in a pick em, like there have been years where you know who you're picking, and there's a handful of games, like two or three games, where it's just like, uh, it's a toss-up. Right now, it's like. There's a lot of toss-ups. It's like 10 toss-ups of the 14 games that are yeah. that are played. That's and, why I quit, because I was like less than 50%. And I was like, I'm well, not doing this I mean, anymore. You, you gave it two weeks. My first two <laughs> weeks, I did terrible. And then I've actually I've, I've won or put myself in a position to win like four or five straight weeks. Like, you got to actually just kind of stay with it. Anyways, my point is, is that there are so many things to actually kind of look forward to this year where it's not just, okay, Patriots are winning the, <laughs> winning the Super Bowl this year. Everybody knows it. Uh, uh, they're going to be playing the Packers this year. Or, you know, you understand what I'm saying. Well, uh, so then let's let's run through the divisions real quick. So you got AFC East, you've got the Buffalo Bills at six and two, the Jets at six and three, and which could and the Dolphins Josh at Allen. six and three, and the yeah. Patriots at five and four. Yeah, I yeah. noticed that last night. Excellent division right so, now. I mean, how and who would have thought that, that the Jets were second place? Is that the best division? Uh, or do y'all want to go to your boys in the NFC East? No, because you got Washington in there. Washington's man, yeah, that's true. Big time man. Uh, what's the next one? Well, so who who's winning? I don't know. We're not doing that until uh, Saturday. Oh, I thought that's what we were talking. You said the rest what, of the season. I just that want to know what you're anticipating. That depends on Josh Allen's health. Okay, well, wh- okay. Who do we anticipate? I'm not. I anticipate not going to do that. All of them are going to be pretty seeing, clear cut, except for a couple. I so. anticipate seeing the Jets upset some teams that nobody's going to anticipate them upset. I, anticip- I mean, like the like the Bills last week or yesterday. And I'm yeah. going to go just the opposite. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to come back to reality. Okay. And lose games that they. I think should. they're. I think they're going to lose some games they should win, but I think they're going to upset some teams they should have lost. Right. Okay. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. Six and three, you said. 
So they've yep. not had their bye yet. So I think that I think that me and you are kind of saying the same thing. I don't think they're making the playoffs. I tell you what. But I think that they're going to put. I think they're going to make teams beat them so rather than just walk in there and roll over. Like out they of those used to. four teams, I'm saying Buffalo and Miami make the playoffs of those four teams. I think. I don't think Mac Jones is. Just, I, I, I think, I think I that's think, the case. I think the Patriots don't have it. Don't have it in them yet. I, I right. agree with you. Contingent on Josh Allen's arm. Um, but Buffalo has one of the best defenses in the NFL, yeah. yep. so that helps. So a backup uh, quarterback could come in and potentially manage it. Potentially, offense. yep. Can yep. Be a but rush but Miami is pretty dynamic, uh, and I was going to mention this earlier. Water and Waddle and Hill. Mm. Uh, there's people are talking. Is that the best receiver duo in NFL history? Can you believe they can't, that I, they can't have that conversation? This is the first know. time they've ever played together. I agree, hey, but and they, Waddle but is, are, a, is a freshman. But Waddle are, is a rookie. But they are dangerous. Five. I'm well, pick sure. five, and I pick up. I picked Tyreek Hill on the second round. Yeah. Oh, I know. Dude, yeah. You got you. I don't know how you did that. Because he was going to the Dolphins. Right. And I think that's why. <laughs> well, and Tua. I mean, All right, so, Tua hadn't done anything up to this point. Yeah. So AFC North, we've got the Ravens, the Bengals, the Browns, and the Steelers. Well, we know the Steelers. The Ravens side. are five and three. Bengals are five and four. Browns are three and five. Steelers are a whopping two and six. I, I'd argue that's one of the most mediocre divisions. Yeah. I, right now. I, you Not just because of record you seems can't. mediocre, but. Yeah. So, do you see anybody? I mean, obviously, somebody has to win the division, but do you see anybody rising up out of that group? Nope. 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 Okay. I say Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo, Jesus. Baltimore wins it to yeah. me. Yeah. I hate to say that. They win it and they fall on their faces in the playoffs. So, AFC South, we've got the Titans 5 and 3, the Colts 3 and 5, Jaguars 3 and 6, and the Texans 1 6 and 1. Oh, the division. Colts are 3 5 and 1, that's by the way. That's not a very good division. No. That's, that's one of the worst. The Who? Titans are a pretty good team, though. So, right? I mean, they're competitive. They, they almost beat the Chiefs. Titans are, are competitive because they have a defense. They have a great running game. Yep. They don't have a very good, passing, a good passing game. I would like to see, um, does Tannenhill come back next week? Mm. Or is this? Is see, it so that's Willis? what I'm talking about. I don't care about who wins right now. I care about what are we anticipating. Are we are we trying to see how good the Titans are going to be when Tannenhill comes back? That's what I was a little passing yeah. together. It, so who, probably. who uh, who Who's their number one receiver? The rookie? Uh, oh, it's uh, Drake. It's not earlier? Robert Woods anymore. Is it he the Drake went... guy? Drake London? Is he playing for the Titans? Mm, I can't mm, remember. Nope. Nope. I think he's in Atlanta. You are correct. Thank you. Who's the rookie for Tennessee? I don't know. I don't know who their receivers are. Hold on. Let me look. I used to know this, and then Tannehill went out, and I didn't know it anymore. So, Robert Woods, yeah, he... uh, Chris Conley. That's not – Ever what I was thinking about. Uh, Nick Westbrook. Ikein. Oh, that's right. Robert was was there because he came from the Rams. Cody oh, Hollister. Yeah. So right. they have I, some no name. Those, those are the only no ones they have on the. They've got Traylon Burks, Kyle that's, Phillips, and Racy McMath guy. all on IR. That's, I was yeah. thinking about the Burks kid. They're all he's on supposed IR. To be a stud, but he's hurt. Okay. So uh, okay. So going forward, so we've got Kansas City six and two, Chargers five and three, Broncos three and five. Uh, and Raiders two and six. Who saw the Raiders being terrible? Not me. Like I mean, they've got a good. They've got a good maybe, running back. Maybe they've not got a decent quarterback. They got Devontae Adams. Maybe not leading the division, but but barely scraping look, out two wins. Like yeah. how, who saw that? Look at that, that division though. Look at the four quarterbacks. Now Russell Wilson blows because yeah. I had him. <laughs> well, you look at the quarterbacks. You got the young boys leading that division. You got two Mahomes, Mahomes, and Herbert. Yeah, Herbert. Wilson and Carr. Those are four good, good, solid quarterbacks. Sure. Well, Just, at least historically, the two at right. the bottom are historic. Now, Decent. Like, Carr has been a good bus driver, but 
So, so to be fair, the 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 Raiders are one and two in their division. I didn't see the games, but I'm going to assume they beat the Broncos, lost to the Chiefs, and lost to the Chargers. So, if they're playing, I mean, that's two losses right there, Chiefs and Chargers that go on their record. So, I might balance out a little bit down the road, but maybe. All right, so uh, and then we've got our NFC East. We've got the Eagles eight and zero, Cowboys six and two, Giants six and two, Commanders four and five. Well, listen, this is easy for me. I, I'm I'm excited to see if the Cowboys can keep it up. I'm excited to see if Dak can actually earn his paycheck. I'm excited to see any of that stuff. I'm also excited to see when he doesn't. Yeah, because at that point in time, I'll it'll just like solidify for me more of why I take the stance that I take. Right. So y'all being Cowboy fans. Is this what's the excuse? <laughs> you just say six and two, right? Yep. And they, yeah, they just came off a bye, right? Yeah. What's the excuse if they don't win a playoff game? Exactly. We'll have to watch the game and see. The excuse so is going to be is our defense hold be up? Philly was so good they won the division, and we had to play in a wild card and game. We had to go on the road on all that garbage, right? That there's going to be an excuse that's like that. But and, my point and is, like I tell when Jen and I argue, I'm sure it's the same way up in Pittsburgh. Sure. I hear it here because I'm down here. Yep. You know, what's – you're 6-2. and two. You're riding high. Your backup got you, what, four, four wins, wins out of five games. Right. You know, he was – you know, led to slaughter against the Eagles. Yep. Which I think is – Which wasn't even quite a slaughter. Right. Even with three interceptions, right. it wasn't even a slaughter. Right. Um, so, I just – you know, what's, what's the excuse going to be this year if they don't – Win the division. We don't even say Super Bowl. If they don't win a playoff game, yeah, what? that's that's my point. Is that there's going to be an excuse that What's, like that like well, brings Dak back and puts everybody on the high horse again. Yeah, so it's it's got to be either. I, I don't uh, know what that is. It, it, it's, I mean, it just depends. We have to watch the games, right? Yep. So did our de- does our defense hold does, up? Does uh, uh, Parsons does, get hurt and he misses? You know, some yeah. Games. yeah, 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 something yeah. like that. So check. Diggs it. didn't make that interception. It wasn't a catch. So real quick, so. I I personally don't know if we're going to catch the Eagles because their their schedule. So they play the Commanders, the Colts, the Packers, the Titans, uh, the Giants, the Bears, the Cowboys, the Saints, and the Giants. That's the Eagles. So that's yeah. their remaining schedule. So I mean, I see them okay, beating. So my point, I, I'm excited to see if the Eagles can can go undefeated. Like. For me, I don't care that it's the Eagles. An undefeated yep. season is an undefeated season. I don't think they'll go undefeated because I, I, I think we'll beat them. I don't, well, I don't think they will either, but yeah, I, I would be here. excited if they did. Like, that would yeah, be pretty awesome be, to, to see. Somebody – I hate the Eagles. Being, I, I can't. Okay. Be in the Nobody NFL. liked the Patriots when they were gone, but they had yeah. a 17 But that's not why I don't like – I don't like the Eagles. I can't get past the Eagles fans cheering when Michael Irvin was laying on the turf. Oh, I can't get past it. Cares. I'm telling you, I can't get past it. Who cares? You were what? Care. Twelve years old. I, at that I don't time? care. I hate the Eagles. Oh, That's my it. Gosh, I'll never get past it. Wow. Well, I, I will say. So, I will say to Eric real quick. Hey, Pickett to Pickens <laughs> is going to be legit. Um, man, I wanted I wanted Pickens so bad in in our fantasy football draft, and Jen picked him the very first pick because it was on the way back. Yeah, he's got he's talented. He only went second round, at least because his uh, he's got issues. Mm. Whether it's uh, just becoming a model citizen, uh-huh, okay, <laughs> it's past. <laughs> okay. So anyway, Eric, thank you, man. Uh, pick it to Pickens. I sure hope so. I appreciate that. So anyway, I think I think the division's going to come down to either the Eagles or the Cowboys. Yeah. 
Uh, I give the Eagles the edge on that. Okay, I don't see. I see the uh, I see the Giants being a fake winning see, record. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't the, think they're gonna. Be I'm gonna say the Giants just like I said the Jets. I think they're gonna come back down to earth. Yeah, yeah. They don't have. Yeah. They don't have. In my opinion, they don't have what it takes to maintain the narrow margin win. Nothing wrong had. with them going eight and nine or nine and eight. Yeah. Yeah, Espe- that's especially fantastic. after last year. Last that's year, would they saying. go like four and? and oh yeah, nobody expected them to with do both well. Giants and Jets. There's nothing wrong yeah. with them going eight, nine, nine and eight. Yeah, I They're mean, playing excellent rebuild type of year. Like excellent, seeing what we some, have. What do we hope. need to add to it? Absolutely. But yeah. I think, but I think the Cowboys get in even if it's through a wild card because the rest of these divisions, their their records are awful. Right. Well, so here's the deal. So, we uh, the Eagles still got to play the Titans. They still got to play the Cowboys. They still got to play the Giants twice. And it doesn't matter. That's a, that is kind of a thing with our division. I think it might be a division uh, characteristic across yeah. football. In your division, your teams generally show up to play against you. Uh, Browns, Bengals, right? Um, it cost me a hundred dollars. It sure did. Who who saw legitimately? The Browns beating the Bengals. In the way Nobody. They, in the way they beat them. It, right. And yeah. especially in the manner that they – last second field goal, maybe. And I right? agree. Anything can happen. But right. the problem but, is they have a two-game lead on us. So let's say so they, they lose two, They lose right. to us that's, and they lose to the Titans. Okay. Now we're even. Absolutely. Well, we still have to play the Giants just like they do. That's true. Right? So we still have that division challenge. We only got to play them once, though. That's true. And we beat them the first time we played them. That is true. So my point is is that we have an edge there because I think we play the Commanders twice still. Who, yep. who do y'all talk And the Commanders are garbage. Right now we're talking about the difference between the Eagles' remaining schedule and the Cowboys' remaining schedule. Oh, you mean, okay. How we'll be able to catch them. So the Eagles have a harder remaining schedule than we have. And so one of the games is against us. That means we, we have to hope they have one bad game. Yeah. And then if we have a better division record and we have the same record, then we take 17, the spot. 17 games, man, they're, they're going to have a bad game. Absolutely. There's nothing now, wrong going whether 16 or not they, and 1 or 15 and 2. Well, and whether or not they lose that bad game is still up in the and air. And that's the deal. Can, right? you win, can, you, can you have a crappy game? Can you have a bad offensive and game? And still win. And still win. Now, the Cowboys, we've got some bad teams, right? So, we've got the Packers. Yep. Again, nobody's arguing they're a good team this year. Yep. We've got the Packers. But it is up there. It's in Lambo. We, one thing. We've got the Vikings. That's, that's, that's going to be a tough, tough one. That's we've right. got the Giants. But then we've got the Colts, Texans, Jaguars, Eagles, Titans, and Commanders. Okay, so I mean, okay, so, so that's that's kind of the thing is that we have to we have to take care of the Eagles when we play them, and I think if you look at the lifelong record of Dak versus the Eagles, it's like one and nine or something yeah. horrible. Uh, the Eagles have owned him, and it doesn't matter who the quarterback is in Philly. Um, the other thing is is that. We have to we have to take care of Philly when we go down there, and whether or not we do, like that, you know, flip the coin, and then we have to make sure that when they falter, we don't. Right, right. And so again, if if the if it comes that to me, I don't have any trust in Dak because of pressure spots. I've never seen him in a pressure spot where he excelled. If it comes to the point where we have to win to win the division, and get. And potentially first round by you guys. No, you guys are seeing mm-hmm. the potential of our division producing the number one. Uh, is first round by for one and two or just one? I think it's just one. Uh, just one because they, they added, added the team. One. Okay, right? Is that right? You, but one? you're seeing the potential number one NFC team coming out of the NFC East. Well, maybe. But just because it's based on the, record. Because the right? Vikings. So we jump down to the NFC North. Yep. The Vikings are seven and one. 
Right. And their division's terrible. The Packers are three and six. The Bears are three and six, and the Lions are two and six. Right. That's terrible. So, so you you could so be looking at the Vikings, Eagles, Cowboys well, vying again, for there's, that. There's that six top games seed. that come out of that division for them. Yeah. Are uh, is there seven and one a legit seven and one? Right. Right. Because they, I mean, because they have six of those games that they got now. They've beaten a couple of decent teams, but, uh, but that's my point, right? Um, I don't think the other two divisions. I don't remember their records, but I don't think the other two divisions are going to have the better uh, division winners. Probably not. Right. Uh, the Seahawks. I, I the Seahawks are up there. They're six and three. Okay. Um, but real quick in that division, Seahawks so very beatable. Who saw the Packers only winning three games? I know they lost okay. Devontae Adams, but did we really think that the fall off was going to be that dramatic? That man. dramatic? No. So you know, my dad's a big Green Bay Packer fan. I talked to him on the way here. And he he even just said he goes I just wish now he goes nobody would have thought three three and six nobody I just wish Aaron Rodgers would shut the hell up yeah and quit, quit complaining quit complaining about your receivers yep. these guys are professionals yeah they're these paid to catch the ball yep. throw it to them throw it to them that's right you threw two picks in the end zone and one at the five yep against the Lions so yep. do we so do we see that that uh, correcting itself over time, or we think that they're done. This we season? might see it uh, balancing being, into a, a fit five hundred. Me record. being selfish, I wanted to yeah. pick it up because right now I got to play them in fantasy football. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. So the NFC South, we got the Bucks at four and five, Falcons at four and five, Saints at three and five, Panthers at two and seven. What a! I, I have no faith in Atlanta. Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. I mean, but Atlanta might still be the one that comes out of that, but they're going to be the the first one out. Yeah, I they're going to be out. Same question about Tampa Bay. With Green Bay, I think Tampa Bay might turn it on a little. Bit. They could ride, turn ride it on the ship a little bit. I mean, if the receivers caught the ball, uh, I mean they'd be they'd be doing a little bit better. It's right now. very difficult to bet against Brady, especially when he's in a division that's terrible. Right, yeah. like at least to make the playoffs. Right. Whether he's going to excel in the playoffs, that's a different story. All right, so then you got the NFC West, the Seahawks, six and three, which we all have to admit, was I'm excited to see unexpected if Geno Smith with Geno Smith. Up. I'm not yeah. a fan of uh, Carroll. Pete Carroll, yeah, but good for Geno Smith. Absolutely, if he can keep this up and maintain some some numbers, maintain some wins, maintain keeping their team in a game. If he can do that, I'm excited to see it. But then we've got the Niners at four and four. We got the Rams at three and five, and the Cardinals at three and six. That's I'm ex insane. I'm kind of excited to see if CMC stays healthy. Yep. I'm excited to see if that affects the Niners in mm -hmm. any way because whenever they had Mostert, they were hard to beat. Right, whenever they had a running game, they were hard to yeah, beat. And I, I just read today about the Niners, uh, Elijah Mitchell. Mm -hmm. They just opened his window. Oh, so, to come back, his yeah. window to return. Yep. So that's another weapon, or at least uh, to spell CMC some. Help maybe prolong his you know, healthy um, so, his spell. But, okay, so when you were doing the NFC, uh, you guys are Cowboy fans. I don't see any of those division winners if if, if the season were to end today. Yeah. Seattle doesn't scare me. I know Minnesota seven one. They don't scare me. Yeah, nope. You know the only team that scares well, me in the NFC right now would be the Eagles. Yep, yep. Eagles is the only one the, in the NFC the that makes me, scare me a little mad. Yeah. You know. Yep. But, so like, if, can yeah. we go in there and win? If and I'm, so if I'm a Cowboy fan, oh, they I'm come feeling, to us. I'm feeling yeah. yeah. Next yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. If I'm a Cowboy fan, I'm feeling good where we are right now. Especially losing. Now you are apparently not Dak fans. I'm feeling good that we're six and two. Yep. Yeah, and I just spent five weeks without my starting quarterback. Right. Yes, I'm feeling good. Yeah, as a team, absolutely. I so. just like how he said "we" when he was talking about the Cowboys there. So <laughs> that was good. So, all right. So, real quick. So, we just said before the only you say that because you're waffling between Pittsburgh and I got a question for you. I've recently retired 
You are a Todd. Uh, yes. Physical <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so so real quick, so you just talked about the only team that scares you in the NFC is is the Eagles, right? So basically as a Cowboy fan. Okay, so basically what we're fan. talking about is coming out of the NFC is probably the Cowboys or the Eagles. That's what we're thinking, right? Yep. Okay. But then going back to the AFC, how many good teams? So you got the Chargers, the Chiefs, the Titans, uh How many good teams can the Eagles the Bills, and the Cowboys beat? The Dolphins. So like I mean, I feel like you got asking? five or six pretty good teams over there. So the I, AFC is going to be the hardest to pick because they have more they have more teams that are composite better. Right. Um what you're going to have you're going to have a race for whatever wild card spots, whatever division spots. You're going to have a race in the AFC that is going to uh that's going to blow somebody's socks off that you didn't see this happening at the beginning of the season. Because you have teams like the Dolphins, like the Jets, who if they keep it up, um, you have teams like uh, the Bengals, who started off real rough and now are kind of starting to right the ship a little bit. You have teams like uh, uh, a Tannehill-less Titans, who are still top of their division. You have you have all these guys that, uh, well, if if they turn it on at the right time, then Mahomes is in trouble. Then. The Bills are in trouble. You know, guys who we think are automatically going to come out of the AFC. Mm-hmm. If you got you got a couple teams that if they turn it on, it ain't going to be that way. Right in the A in, in the NFC, you have two teams that might if they turn it on, then then we're seeing the Eagles get upset right now, or we're seeing the Cowboys get upset. Um, you have what's it? You have Seattle. If they turn it on, they can score points. Somebody's gonna, yeah. Minnesota. If they turn it on, they're gonna keep you, you know, from scoring. Hey, points. seven and one is seven and one. Yeah, I, I hear mean, you. and it's like the stat said, they're not blowing anybody out. But guess what? <laughs> yep. Is there wins, losses, and then some 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 kind of wins? No, it's wins or losses. Yeah. Period. Seven and one is seven and one. Uh, but I just me being a fan of football, if I'm if I'm a Cowboy fan. Yeah, I'm worried about the Eagles. Yep. Because right now, the Super Bowl goes through Philadelphia. We have a lot of games left, which is the great thing about the season. But I'm not worried about anybody else. Yep. I'm I'm not. Not right now. Not after, what, nine weeks. Yep. And the stat that I heard yesterday, wherever in the NFC before yesterday, seven teams were a game out of the last wild card spot. Yeah. Seven. Now, you can't say that about the AFC. You know, like my Steelers are terrible. They're probably not going to do anything, you know. you got a lot of bad teams. Yeah. There's not that many in the NFC. So, if I'm one of those where I'm sitting at four and five, five and four after this week. Now, see, you know, that's, I see, you I know think what? that's where I where I disagree with you. I think there are more bad teams in the NFC than there are bad teams in the AFC. Absolutely. It, is it because, but is it because the NFC is just better this year and people are just beating each other? I think that. No. No, I think it's because the AFC <laughs> is dramatically better. Correct. And that's why you're well, seeing so got, much parity in Buffalo, the AFC. You got the Buffalo, you got the Kansas City, that are tops of the AFC. Yeah, let's let's be honest. But but what's their but what's the AFC's big records? Six and two, six well, and three. That's what I'm saying. But my point is is that there are teams that we considered lesser teams that are now better. Like the Dolphins, we we right. come in the beginning of this year thinking the Dolphins, meh, Tyreek Hill's not really going to make an impact. Oh, I love him with Tua, right? Jalen Waddle, we know he's going to play well, but with it's with Tua, right? Yeah. And the Dolphins come out now; they're six and three or whatever, 
and they are a, a legit. And I feel like contender. the only reason they're six and three is because Tua missed two games. Right. I'd have to go back and look, but I'm pretty sure if Tua plays, they're probably seven and two, eight and one. Um, Possibly. So, Possibly. what's his name? Who's the Who's the backup? I don't know. I don't know. Dolphins depth yeah, chart. Somebody that wasn't very good. He was. Yeah. I, I just know Tyreek Hill was still good. Yeah, because <laughs> I have him on fantasy team. Yeah, Waddle was not because yeah. I have him. <laughs> so he was not good during that stretch. But my point is, is that the Jets are beating people right now that that nobody's anticipating them beat. The Dolphins are beating people that nobody anticipated them beating. Uh, you have a toss-up in uh, the in the Pittsburgh division with three different teams, right? Yeah, you, um, can't, you can't. Unfortunately, you can't count Pittsburgh. And 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 then, but Brissett is doing something that the Browns haven't seen in a minute. Like he's keeping them in. Some and games. what happens when what's his name uh, comes back what's for it? the for the Browns? Um, Watson, oh, uh, Watson. Deshaun Watson. Oh, right. And, I mean, and they're and they does are, that turn it on? They even <laughs> said the the team has already said. That he will play week thirteen. Interesting. So what well, they happens? gotta they gotta win some more games though because they're yeah. three and five. So well, I know, but my yeah. point is they're three and five, and that's that's not out of their division. And, and Cleveland, no, not yet. As we know, with Chubb and but Baltimore's Hunt. winning fourteen to zero tonight. So well, and so, so with Cleveland, you know, we all know they run the ball 53 percent of the time, whatever it is. Yeah. Do they pay Deshaun Watson one hundred percent guaranteed money? To hand the ball off. That's a fair point. That's a fair question. And, the, you know, they picked up Amari Cooper. You know, they you got know, him Amari from Cooper, for nothing. For nothing. Right? For nothing. Uh, Huge mistake. And so, but that's, a, but that's a Huge. big time, but that's a big time Tied weapon in. that I don't think they've fully accessed. Well, and mm-hmm. what's his name? Uh, Jagoku. Njoku or whatever. Njoku. Yeah. 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 The tight end. You know, he had the angle sprain. Yep. But he was legit for four or five weeks in a row. Yeah. They don't pay Deshaun Watson 200 and some odd million, whatever it was. Fully guaranteed, which is going to screw up everything for everybody else. Yep. You don't pay somebody fully guaranteed to come in and hand the ball off to Chubb or not. Well, you pay him to win ball games. Well, now you will pay him to dump off to them too. Yes. Yep. Because you're paying them to. But my my question is, and we're not even talking about this, is does Cleveland go if they if they win the next couple games and let's say they're five and five, five and six, six and five when yep. they come, when when Watson comes back, hey. We, we we're into this thing, yeah. right? We have a chance. Um, I just I I see Watson being a gunslinger. That's yep. what I you know. Yep, I hear you. I hear you. I, and I, I mean right. that's what he was in in Houston at until Houston. he you know until whatever and happened. Clemson, you know, he was phenomenal at Clemson. Yep. Um, you know, if he could just uh, watch out what he does to those massage therapists. Oh huh? my goodness! <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah. Like or what they like or what they do to him? Like we all hadn't done that before, right, yeah. guys? <laughs> Training staff, watch out there in Cleveland. <laughs> no, but my point—I mean, my point is that there's there's more things to anticipate that we didn't have on our list to anticipate last year. Right. And to me, that's what makes that's what's making this year quite a bit more exciting. Like there's there's names coming out that we didn't anticipate, ha- like even talking about. We didn't anticipate talking about Tua this year, mm-hmm. and now Tua is on everybody's radar of yes. how can we stop Tua. Right, if we have to play him, how can we stop him? Uh, it, he's on the radar as as if he's like Lamar Jackson. Yeah, and 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 you and, take that and a, maybe Mahomes. Take that a step further. What if Tua doesn't have those two weeks where he gets banged around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to number one. You got to think that Tua in the back of his mind is now saying, "I'm not running the ball anymore." Yeah. What if he doesn't have those two weeks? Yeah. I mean, because we all know how he played, you know, in college. Yeah. 
So. And if he, I mean, if he can, if he can make sure that he makes good plays, smart plays, keeps control of the ball, keeps possession of the ball. And I really love that Jeff <laughs> Wilson pickup that they did. They did. You know, Jeff I, Wilson uh, from the 49ers, the running back. Yeah. Oh, 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 I think, yeah. that, and he outsnapped. What's their Mostert, Mostert yep. outsnapped him. Scores a touchdown. Was on the team for four days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's a great pickup. Yep. They got the defensive guy from the Bears or whoever. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, you got Hill and Waddle. That's the three. It's Hill, Waddle, and Tua. Yep. Kind of like the Cowboys back in the day. You had Aikman, Irving, and uh, Harper. Harper, thank yep. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, kind of the same thing. Yep. <laughs> um, you know, Hill's just a beast. It's just insane. I, I saw. Well, and if they if they if they stacked up the running backs for that committee. Yeah. Then you have then you have that capability of doing that as well. They and were adding that. They were saying about the Dolphins, and I'm I know I'm going to butcher this. If Waddle stays and does what he's doing this year, Waddle would set the record for catches for a receiver for the Miami Dolphins. Yeah. For the the history of the Dolphins. Yeah. Single but, season. Yeah. But yeah, with yeah. Hill, he's going to shatter it, and Waddle won't even come close. <laughs> yeah. If if, but, if Hill does continues yeah, what he's doing, but yeah. Waddle's numbers would set a record for the Miami Dolphins for a single season. Yeah. But Hill is, is just so phenomenal. Yeah. You know, it, and it's like um, when Tua got hurt, somebody, a re- reporter, said, are you still going to put up numbers or whatever the how the question was. Yeah. And they were talking fantasy. Sure. And Hill said to the reporter, I can put up numbers with you throwing me the ball. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Hill is a freak. I mean, just, it's insane. That's right. All right, guys. Well, hey, listen. I want y'all to think about this Saturday, 7 p.m., actually putting our money where our mouth is on a bracket, looking at the divisions, anticipating, trying to predict who comes out of those divisions at what spot, and we will then uh, keep take the bracket. In the NFL, it is a reseeding, mm-hmm. right? In baseball, yes. it is not a reseeding, and, you know, we did an MLB bracket who won that, by the way? Uh, yeah, well, I guess that'd be you. You got L U C K Y, and so I'd rather be lucky than good. Yeah, there you go. Anyways, um, so my point is, is that we're gonna pick those people, have a bracket, and then have a little wager on it, whether it's whether it's a dollar amount or whether it's something else tied to the podcast. We're gonna take care of that on Saturday. I hope you guys can join. Make make plans. Come on now. Stop. Stop. I gotta, yeah. Stop acquiescing to the lady. Okay. And come gotta, on. Let me talk to the boss. Bring her Maybe on. Maybe she'll come with. Maybe she will. And so, anyways, we're going to take care of that on uh, on Saturday. Had a little preview today. All things football. And, uh, man, I love football season. I can't stand some of the big-time fanatics that just that get so much into it that, uh, you know, they can't see past their own prejudices or, or their own bias and anything. And, and uh, you know their players are amazing. They're you know nobody compares to them and all that stuff. I think this most year, of those are the Dak sucklers. Th- this this <laughs> year, especially with, t- with uh, Pittsburgh being terrible, yeah, not they were any good last year. I think I'm looking at football just a little differently now. Yep, because yep. they're just they're just not good. good. Well, and you you still want to enjoy the season. And it's hard say, to enjoy me, the season say, with a crap team. Let me say one last thing: being a Pittsburgh fan, if you sign Trubisky for two years, knowing you're not going to be good. Why did you waste your twenty, your number twenty pick, on the quote unquote best quarterback of the draft, knowing that this year in April you're going to have five or six that could be really, really good? That's a fair point. That's a fair that, point. That's for another time. That that's what's still going through my my mind. Going, what in the hell did y'all pick? Nothing against Pickett. He might end up being good. Yep. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. But knowing that you get Trubisky, yep. 
who is a bus driver. He's a at at, at best. He's yeah. in the, he's in the slow lane. <laughs> yeah. But my point is, is like he he's not gonna blow anybody's skirt up, but he's all, he's gonna maintain. I just don't. I, you know, he's gonna maintain whatever anyway, they have. That's that, that's me. I I just don't get that. You you wasted a pick, kind of like when the Packers picked Jordan Love three or four years ago. He hasn't done anything. He's zero and one. Mm. Kind of like Cowboys picked Dak Prescott. I mean, uh oh, oh, where that come from? Shots fired. He's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, until next time, I'm the average Joe Boo. I'm Matt Jallo. Thanks for having me, Chris Moyer. Great. Make to sure be you here. keep it clean. <laughs> come on, say well. Sing along with me, guys. Boom, boom, boom. Let me hear you say well.